What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. Today, we will be talking about Marvel's Avengers, developed by Crystal Dynamics, published by Square Enix. And Caleb, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you uh, thought of this before it released? So I was actually, okay, so I'm a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. I, I've always loved comic books. I know quite a bit about them, actually, um, because of my love for them. But my, like, I, I feel like even in the comic book world, it's kind of like the Star Wars, Star Trek debate, right? Mm-hmm. Between DC and Marvel. I've always been more of a Marvel fan than I have DC. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I don't love DC. I love Batman. Aquaman's my fucking favorite. Like, as we sit here, I have a statue of Jason Momoa's Aquaman sitting right there. Just to prove our nerdiness. But I was I was super excited for this. Yeah. In fact, there has been several games in the past in which I have actually played just for the fact that it kind of reminded me of being certain Marvel characters, the big one, right? And this is actually even how you sold the game to me. Yeah. Was Anthem, mm-hmm. right? Because you're you're flying around in a mechanized suit with weapons. <laughs> you're basically fucking Iron Man. Yeah, pretty much. And I was super excited about that, mainly because out of all of them, and I, I know this may be a little cliche, but out of all of them, Iron Man is my favorite. And just just a little backstory. The reason why Iron Man's my favorite is is not because he's he's rich and he's a playboy and all those. He's incredibly intelligent. He has a lot of technology at his hands, um, and he's able to utilize that. And mm-hmm. and he's actually considered one of like the five smartest Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, amongst Doctor Strange, Mister Fantastic, Black Panther, and himself, you know, like Bruce Banner's another one. Sorry, I was getting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as level of intelligence goes, he is high up there. Mm-hmm. So here's a game, in fact, where I actually get to play him. Be actually be him. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was super excited for it. Like I rushed out the minute that I could. I pre-ordered the collector's edition of it, mainly because the collector's edition had a statue of Captain America, which I actually don't own one. Um, but Captain America is, of course, my wife's favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. And like funny little side story, right? Me and my wife met while working at a certain job together. And I started off at that job as a temp. And it just so happened, like, you worked for this company as well. Yep. It just so happened they always called the temps goldfish because we would, all these temps would enter into this business, this company, and just by the sheer amount of knowledge that's thrown at you in the first couple of days, all of them ended up, like, (laughs) wide-eyed, open-mouthed, and kind of looked like a goldfish. Yeah. And she gets told, like, oh, my God, have you seen one of the new goldfish on the Casa Select team? And they happened to be talking about me. And she saw me outside one day and was like, holy crap, he looks like Captain America. Which I was like immediately like, fuck, no, I am not. God, no, I'm not Captain America. And by no means am I saying that I look like Captain America or anything like that. I feel like I don't. But that's kind of how she saw me. And Mm -hmm. so she always referred to me as her Captain America. And I always made this argument of, I'm Iron Man, damn it. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, and ever since then, we've always had this feud, Captain America and Iron Man. In mm-hmm. fact, we have um, a niece 
who I love. She's near and dear to my heart. Unfortunately, I don't get to see her very often because she lives in Ohio mm-hmm. and I live in a completely other different state, which I'm intentionally avoiding saying, <laughs> not knowing actually if we've said it before once on here or not. I can't remember. But uh, if we have, good for you for knowing. <laughs> Every year for her birthday, because originally it, it's her brother and sister-in-law, mm-hmm. right? They were supposed to come to our wedding, but because she ended up pregnant and her due date was so close to our wedding, they couldn't come. So she actually ended up being porn a couple of weeks before our wedding. (laughs) But yeah, every year we send her a gift and it always includes something Captain America and something Iron Man. (laughs) Always. Like we've sent her Build-A-Bears that were Captain America and Iron Man. Plushies that were Captain America and Iron Man. Coloring books, (laughs) puzzles, like... All this stuff, and I, I like, we laugh about it, right? Because mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, she probably doesn't even love Captain America and or Iron Man, right? right? But she seems to love them every year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so we have this little bit of a feud going on. So like, at, at, when this game was coming out, we were just like, oh my god, you get to play them both, right? Because in this, the initial release of it, it shows you can play Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's your Avengers team, which isn't the, um, oh, and Thor. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Thor is also out there. <laughs> but it's not your um, Hulk, America, Thor, Iron Man, Black Widow. They they kind of are your staple mm-hmm. Avengers team with Miss Marvel being the new character in it. And in fact, she's the one you end up playing for primarily the main storyline of the game because it's her perspective that you're mainly living this, these events through. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and she is a fairly new Marvel hero. Mm -hmm. Um, she's actually your first Pakistani American character. Her non superhero name is Camilla Khan. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's actually a really interesting character and I do like her and she does become very endearing in this game. But yeah, I was I was super excited for it. Like they did a pre-release, like uh, the basically the first mission of the game, mm-hmm. the beta. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't play the beta. Mm. Oh no, I I had the opportunity to, and I was like, nope, fuck you, I'm out, because <laughs> I didn't want to know, mm-hmm. right? But I'm talking. They did like a, a release footage of the first mission. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I know and what I, you mean now. Yeah, yeah, and I watched it. And, like, people tore it apart immediately. And I was like, well, guys, come on. This is still in development. Mm -hmm. Right? Unfortunately, that release video was pretty close to what we got. (laughs) I came into this totally biased. Mm -hmm. I still love the game. I would still play it again. I'm still a Marvel superhero. And on top of that, they've already announced, like, there's going to be additional characters. Mm -hmm. Right? Which I, I, I kind of find funny. Um, so you get Kate Bishop, which is Hawkeye 2, right? Because it's it's Clint Barton's, um, like, protege, right? Mm-hmm. Now, slash daughter, depending on which way you go, right? <laughs> like, But you also get Clint Barton, which is Hawkeye. You get T'Challa, Black Panther, and then, surprisingly enough, you get Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Which I was actually really shocked to see that he was one of the future characters that you were going to get. Cause that means that 
they um they joined with Sony, mm-hmm. which is kind of surprising and isn't because right uh, is it the the publisher? Yes, it's the publisher, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Come on, Square Enix has had a very very close relationship with Sony. Yeah. Let's let's be real here, right? PlayStation all the way, guys, <laughs> right? So. To an extent, I was like, oh, this is cool. This mm-hmm. is awesome. I'm super excited. I love these characters. I get to play through them as it. And then the game came out. <laughs> um, yeah, I was... I was about to say, what about yourself? Yeah, like, no, I... <laughs> so I went to E3 in 2019. and Bastard. I mean, what? <laughs> and funnily enough, right, next to the Final Fantasy VII Remake booth... Oh, an amazing game. ...was the Avengers Bunker. Oh, <clears throat> no. Yeah. And so... I don't think you told me this. I'm, I, I'm instantly jealous. <laughs> so, well, don't be too jealous, because I didn't, I didn't get, have time to go in. Okay. So I didn't get a chance to see it, but I did because I was at E3 and I was absorbing all of the information that I could. Yeah. I was checking things out, and I saw it coming out... Um, and I, I think I saw the same video that you did. That is that first mission. You know, yeah. I knew that during, I didn't know about Kamala Khan, but I knew about, you know, it was a day. The Avengers were being celebrated. There was an, there was like an issue on the, the Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. Bridge. Yep. And then, yeah, it cuts to Iron Man flying around. And with then, Thor. Yeah, with Thor. And then Hulk jumps in and does his smashing stuff. Black Widow's a part of it. In fact, actually, the only one that you don't really see during that video is Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I mean, and when you play the game, you find out why. Yeah. And so, yeah, but for me, it was, so my level of fandom in Marvel, I, I'm actually similar to you. I really like Iron Man. I like the fact that he's the uh, the Marvel version of Batman or he's, you know, Batman is the DC version of him. He's a real person. One and the same. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> He's a real person who has the ability to create this amazing tech that allows yeah. him to do these amazing which, feats. Which I do find kind of funny because you use the statement real person. He is actually an advanced person. Mm-hmm. And so is Batman. Both of them have hyper intelligence, hyper strength. Um, Batman, of course, has a, a, a complete knowledge of every form of martial arts mm-hmm. and is the world's best detective. Iron Man is the Marvel's version of that, not necessarily martial artist, even though he does learn martial arts. He's one of the top scientists mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. Absolutely, he yeah. is one of the top inventors and top creators. And like for those of you who have only watched the movies, mm-hmm. those are really actually incredibly accurate to who he is and kind of the the life that he goes through. Yeah, they do, of course, because it is Disney. Right. They they stay away from his um, alcohol, dark- oh, alcoholism, <laughs> his and, and stuff like that. Times. And even in this game, you you don't see no any of that. But yeah, there there is. There's there's with Iron Man, he does go through these moments, but mm-hmm. so does Batman. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's he, I would say exactly that. He is Batman equivalent or Batman is his equivalent, however you want to word it. Yeah. I'm not saying one is better than the other. There are people who will debate this for hours. I'm yeah. not one of them. No. Um but yeah, but yeah. I just so so knowing everything and seeing everything, I was I was apprehensive and I even said when you and I were talking about whether we were gonna do a do a podcast on it i even said i'm not 100 percent sold on the idea i was really nervous yeah because as somebody who played 
Destiny and The Division and Anthem. I know how these games work, and I know that a lot of times at launches there can be problems. Yeah. And so I was very apprehensive, and it, I honestly bought the game two days before it came out. Or I should say I, I pre-bought it so I could download oh, it and have it ready. I, I, I know. You know, I know. because... And I, I feel I was, like I was actually partially responsible for that because I really asked you, like, please, yeah. please play this game. Because I did want to talk about it. Mm. I had really high hopes for it. I know after the beta came out, I saw a bunch of stuff about certain aspects of it yeah. that really bugged a lot of people. And before all of our podcasts, we end up having just a little pre-discussion about certain things and everything. And as you were saying, as I, as, I'm sorry, as I said to you, I think a part of the problem with this game was we went in like I, I think hardcore Marvel fans went in with a certain expectation mm -hmm. of it and everyone had their own series of expectations. Yeah. Right? And none, really none of them were met. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that I think it was a bad game. I think it was a good game with a lot of minor flaws that ended up building into something that just kind of turned it mediocre. I, I would say after playing through the entire single player campaign, I would say six months, maybe a year, right? Like if it cooked a little bit longer, they probably could have ironed some of the stuff out. There was nothing game breaking. There were just things that I felt like they should have known better than to do. Given but, who, who was working on it, I agree with you. But I will give you this, right? I Now, I automatically give them, you know, some rope because these are people who have never tried this before. And you always get a little bit of leeway from me when a, somebody tries something new. No. Part, part of why I like Anthem is because oh. it's Bioware trying something new. Now, that's, that's a discussion we can have a different time. But because they're trying something new they get a little bit more leeway out of me no and, and i agree with mm -hmm. you but to me the things that kind of broke the game square enix is not new at right like those are kind of some of them are stuff that square enix <laughs> has done a bunch of yeah uh, and even to the extent of like graphics now i and I don't know the full extent of Square Enix's involvement in the development and, and production of this game. I don't know how that side of this stuff works, mm -hmm. right? But if you're going to throw your name on something, wouldn't, wouldn't you kind of like be like, hey guys, you know, we have this game engine. We have this character modeler. We have this, this ability to do this. Why don't we help you with that, right? <laughs> right? Square Enix being a very seasoned game developer, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like they could have done more to help out. Game came out um, I, it, because I pre-ordered through a retailer, right? Right. I didn't have access to the game right at midnight, right? Mm -hmm. So I actually had to wait until the next morning. Because under normal circumstances, right, this was a big enough game. There was enough pre-orders. There was enough hype. There was still enough talk about it. Normally, I feel like these retailers would have done a midnight release, mm -hmm. right? 
But unfortunately, because of the the state of the world and what's currently going on, there are some issues with that. Right. Right. Um, and so I had to wait until the next day, wait until they opened up. I immediately rushed to the retailers. I picked it up, got home, threw the game in, willed this thing to install and download <laughs> faster. Right. And immediately jumped in. And I, I got to tell you, like, for me, it was an emotional experience. Yeah. And like... When a game taps into that level for me, now granted, again, I said I was biased. I these are, this was like my wet dream. Yeah. It just brings a whole nother level to the game, and it it, it compels me to go forward. Like mm-hmm. I do like those games and those movies and those books and all, all that stuff where I'm I'm drawn in on an emotional level. It's not just a fun thing for me to play. I'm invested in other aspects, mm-hmm. and for me, that's what I got from this game. But that's just because, and I will say, it is because of what the game was about. Not necessarily the play style, (laughs) not necessarily the graphics, not necessarily the storyline, but just what it was about. And as you said, like the game starts off with A-Day, which is short for Avengers Day, Mm -hmm. right? And um, I started crying. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to try and hide it or anything. There's no shame here. Yeah, this is is a game that it, it... it's something that I've wanted for a really, really long time, mm-hmm. right? There has been recent Marvel games. Um, there has been games based off of some of the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember playing the Iron Man game, which, let's be real here, was not great. <laughs> By no means was this great. I played the shit out of it because I'm Iron Man. Right. But it was not great, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, if you take away all of, like, the movie-based Marvel games, right? In the recent years, we've had one from Sony Mm -hmm. for Spider-Man. And then before that, I can't remember one that was its own standalone, here's a Marvel game, right? That's not a part of some video, some movie that's being released, Mm -hmm. right? After the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo had a couple of like, and I'm not talking like Marvel versus Capcom. Right. Like to me, those aren't Marvel games. Those are fighting games in which you're playing Marvel characters, (laughs) right? Uh, I'm talking like you had an X-Men game for the Super Nintendo. You had um, an Avengers game for the Super Nintendo. Like, there were a couple of games for the Super Nintendo, and most of them were, I want to say, X Men games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that were that were big. Now, with that being said, right, we also had Marvel Ultimate Alliance, one, two, and three, mm-hmm. which were Marvel games focused on the Avengers tackling big things, right? Mm-hmm. And they were good games, but it wasn't it wasn't the same. It was a third person drop down over the top view right in which you're running around as a character you have four buttons that do four different powers and and, you know all that shit so this was something new and i will give it that when you try and jump into something new there's there's bumps along the road yeah the problem that i have is some of these bumps i feel like were really easy to overcome right Mm -hmm. even from the release of that movie there were things that the fans pointed out to them that I kind of feel like the developers could have been like, you know what? You're right. Let's take a day and fix it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know if it necessarily would have taken a day. I would have been okay if they were like, you know what? We're going to push this back until the release of the next gen. And then you're going to get a game that meets your expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and instead, I kind of felt like they were like, nope. 
we're releasing that now. <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're hard and fast on this release date and that's it. <laughs> right. If you want to, I, I can go into the storyline of the game. I, I love this game. I know it very well. In fact, <laughs> you say you played through the storyline once. I've played through the storyline four times along with all of the after missions. So, like, I, I really tried to give this game the best chance that I could. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I picked up all the little things. And for as much as we're kind of preparing you for, like, how bad this game was, there are some strengths to it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at it from a different light, you'll see that. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. So with that, right, we start off, we are playing a girl called named Camilla Khan. As I said, she's a Pakistani-American. At this point in time, she is like 13 years old, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Somewhere between 11 and 13. I can't remember. I think she states her age. I can't remember. Um, but she is attending A-Day which takes place on the new helicarrier that is being powered by um, a Terrigen crystal, right? Yep. Which is supposed to be a new form of clean, uh, like, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Like, unlimited renewable energy. The, the whole aim is for them to basically release to the world their development of the Terrigen generator, mm-hmm. right? Which was, like, developed by a group of people, but mainly Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, and um, George Tarleton. Tarleton, or something like that. Tarleton. Tarleton. And and Monica Repicini. Am I saying that last name right? You're Mr. Italian. (laughs) Uh, If I remember correctly, yes. Yeah. And so, like... Uh, I just called her Monica, to be honest. Well, and so, yeah. you mainly hear her as Monica yeah. throughout it. Um, but those are the four four big people who are developing this. So, and, and realistically, like, if you know these characters, these are, like, four of the brightest minds mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. Um, and so, the whole concept is there's this group of kids. They're having a day on this character, carrier. And the uh, the the... Kids and their respective adult, whether parent, guardian, or whatever, right, mm-hmm. are there because they entered a Avengers story contest where they wrote a story or created a comic book or something along those kind of medians, right, of an Avenger-type event, right? Mm-hmm. And Camilla writes a story about Avengers versus the giant space lizards, right? And it's 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 kind of like a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And so she she made it as a finalist, and they're gonna choose the winner, right? And so like you fly in, land on the carrier, and you immediately get escorted into this area, and like your whole goal is to find these five comic books, right? Yep. Um, which comic books are kind of one of the. Um, hidden items. I, I don't want to say hidden, but they are one of it's the collectible one items. Of collectibles, yeah. And they do add stats. And like, if you get multiple sets of the comic books up to like, so like you collect the first one, it unlocks the base stat. If you collect an additional four, it upgrades that base stat, so on and so forth. If you have a whole set, it unlocks the 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 collective stat, which again, if you upgrade the whole collection, like 
it's a repetitive collection to upgrade certain stats. Mm-hmm. And and granted, the stats that they're upgrading are actually very minimal. Like it, it's very minimal. So I could see, and I understand why, right? Mm-hmm. Because the amount of replay value through the missions and the amount of comic books that you can collect, if you made them a decent stat boost right off the bat, you could become insanely overpowerful yeah. real quick. So I was cool with that. I was totally cool with that, right? But yeah, you're so you're going through to all these booths. And like the first booth that... You can choose the order, of course, that you go through them. But the first booth that you come across is this Black Widow booth where you strap on one of her like little wrist gauntlet things that shoots lasers and you're shooting the bad guys and you got to not shoot the civilians. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's a fun little mini game. It is a fun little mini game. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> um, and then the, the next one is you're in basically like Tony Stark's little area. Mm-hmm. Which this is where, like, right off the bat, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Because while you're there, Thor lands. Mm -hmm. And he comes in and he talks to you. And you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you don't know who I am and da-da-da-da. And he's like, Camilla Khan, Camilla, you're the one that wrote about the giant space lizards. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God, Thor knows who I am. (laughs) And I would be like, oh, dude, totally. I would totally do that. If that is what happened to me, fuck yeah, done. (laughs) Um, But, like, she is a huge Avengers nerd, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she picks up the um, Tony Stark's repulsor. Mm Mm-hmm. And talks about how he claims it to be his first love, mm-hmm. right? Which is which is a true thing. Like they the the amount of detail in this and the accuracy in a lot of these things was incredible. Now, granted, there is a plethora of stuff for them to choose through, and they can choose different universes if they want, and like it, the possibilities are limitless with it. Or, in fact, they can just create their whole own damn whole thing and mm-hmm. just call it you know universe three hundred and seventy six. Um, that's kind of the power of Marvel. But <laughs> yeah, and so like slowly as she's going through this and you're collecting comic books, right, you come across all of the Avengers in one way or another. Now, like one of them, there's this comic that's sold out. You end up going behind the scenes, right? Yeah. And while you're behind there, you you overhear an interaction between Bruce, Monica, and George where they're talking about this isn't ready. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be doing this. This isn't ready. This is just Tony Stark's ego yeah. on parade. Right. And Bruce is kind of like, no, Tony wouldn't do that. We, he wouldn't be presenting this to the world. If it wasn't ready, we're not going to go into flight. We're not going to do these things. It's, it's just a show, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it may not be fully operational, but we're not trying to make it fully operational right and um then you kind of get caught by a security guard and you're like hey get the fuck out of here (laughs) and um then you bump across captain america and then you you he introduces you to black widow and after collecting all of the comic books you get to go up to this balcony for the ultimate avengers fans right Mm -hmm. And while you're up there, Tony Stark flies or walks by and says something to you and then flies off to the stage and they start their presentation. Mm-hmm. And they're they're talking about it and everything. And while that's going on, um, an explosion happens on the Golden Gate Bridge because this is all taking place in San Francisco. Well, before we get there, right? Yeah. I So I, at this point, I love 
I love how excitable Kamala Khan is. Oh my it god! It is exactly how a fan would react in this situation. Oh yeah. Every time she meets one, yeah, it's it's, it's just a new life changing moment for her, basically. And I felt like it was a really good way to make us as the player connect with Kamala. Yeah, and that way, hundred percent, because you end up playing as her through. A good portion of it. I would say a good portion of it, yeah. And because she's one of the playable characters, when you've got these other five people that you have a huge history with, unless you are the ultimate Miss Marvel fan, which there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, and there's a lot of people yeah, who are. The, the majority of people are going to want to be Iron Man or Thor or Hulk or Black Widow or Captain America. Yeah. And so I think they did a really good job there of writing in that you know, that context of this is what it would be like to be a young kid surrounded by these superhumans that you're a fan of and you're just losing your mind. So, and, and they do, they Mm -hmm. do do it well, even to the extent like, and and there's silly little mini games, right? Like there's, um, there's the Hulk smash, the Hulk smash. There's the Thor hammer, right? Where you try and pick up Thor's hammer Mm -hmm. and you like move it. (laughs) And I like Silly little things like that that I'm like, this is so cool. Like, you see Captain America's World War II armor and shield. Yeah. And and stuff. And it's just this this memorabilia that's really cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so you you start this, and then there's an explosion. They're like, oh. And they're like, oh, maybe it's just a car crash. And then there's, like, six more explosions. <laughs> and they're like, um... No, that's a problem. Maybe maybe we should check that out. <laughs> so Captain orders Thor and Iron Man to fly over and check it out. And that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. And you start off as playing Thor. And through this sequence of finding out what the hell's going on on the Golden Gate Bridge, which you find out is being attacked by... Taskmaster. Well, and his, his warriors, right? right? Um, you don't quite know it's Taskmaster yet. Mm, true. But you know that there's this group of like military militarized personnel that is attacking the bridge. Mm-hmm. You go through and you play as every character, right? So you play as Thor, you play as Iron Man, you play as Black Widow, you play as Hulk. And um, when you play as Black Widow is when you finally come across Tac- Taskmaster, who has a detonator to basically blow the bridge up. Yeah, and so your whole thing is to like stop him from not only blowing the bridge up, I think it would blow up a good chunk of San Francisco as well. And you're, you're trying to get the detonator from mm-hmm. him. And like, I liked it because taskmaster, um, granted he's going to be in the black widow movie. Mm-hmm. Unless if you're like to me, unless if you are a hardcore, um, Marvel fan, you don't really know who taskmaster is. Yep. Cause I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So he's originally Tony Masters, right? He adopts the name Taskmaster. He was a Russian spy who converted to a shield agent that then decided to basically do his own fucking thing. Okay. Um and I can't remember the name of his power, but basically the longer you fight him, mm-hmm. the more he knows how you're going to move. He basically remembers and and, and is basically able to figure out 
he can assess like your fighting style and and, yeah. and adapt to it. Okay. And actually, the longer you fight him, basically the more impossible it becomes to defeat him. Interesting superpower. It is. It really is because basically the only way to defeat him is to be unpredictable. Yeah. Right. And there's like this this comment where they find out it's Taskmaster and Iron Man's flying around. And he's like, okay, what the fuck do I do? Like, how do I fight him? Mm-hmm. Right. And Black Widow's like, just be yourself because you're unpredictable as fuck. (laughs) And, like, it made me laugh so hard because that is Tony. He is. Take your pill. Right. (laughs) Um, That made me laugh so hard because that is Tony. He is unpredictable. And where, like, Black Widow, who is the main, like, hero to this villain... Mm -hmm. She's very predictable. She has a very set certain set of moves and some fighting styles and everything. So he is kind of like the perfect villain for her. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you defeat him, you stop the bomb. But while this is happening, the helicarrier starts up, starts to fly. You get told like there is something in the bay that is reacting to the generator. Mm-hmm. Um, they're losing control of the helicarrier. They have no idea what's going on. Captain, who's still on the helicarrier, which is why you don't see him in that video. Yep. Right. Um, is basically like, we're trying to shut it down. We're trying to make this happen. We don't know what's going on. It's detecting this anomaly in the bay that's reacting to the generator that's kind of pulling it forward or something's coming out of the bay. We're not entirely sure. We're doing the best we can here. Right. And, like, you switch to Captain America. Mm -hmm. And and when you're Captain America, of course, they're attacking the ship, right? And so you defend them and you defeat them off and everything like that. And you switch back and you're you're fighting and all of a sudden. And then the ship blows up. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. Like, it doesn't, like, boom, boom, huge explosion, crumble into a million pieces. But there's an explosion from the ship. Mm -hmm. And it... It affects a lot. Like, it kills a lot of people. It affects um, a lot of people nearby, including Camilla Khan, mm-hmm. who was who was still on the ship. They're making their escape. She gets to a Quinjet, jumps on it, and as they're leaving is basically when the explosion happens, mm-hmm. right? And um, it basically then goes into this whole, like, five years have passed. During this five years, the Avengers have been outlawed. Um, George Tarleton has basically seized Stark Industries and created AIM. Yep. Which, oh God, AIM stands for something, and I can't remember freaking what. Hold on. Advanced Idea Mechanics. Thank you. You're welcome. Iron Man 3. I know. And I, <laughs> I know. Um, and, like, so he, he creates AIM, mm-hmm. right? And you only see him in a holographic form. He only presents himself as a hologram. And, but throughout these five years, you start seeing these people who were at A-Day, which they refer to as A-Day, and they're developing powers. Mm -hmm. And they label these people inhumans. Right, which is is something we've heard in the Marvel Universe before. 
um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for those who have watched it, know of Inhumans, stuff like that, right? And so, yeah. Well, AIM's whole purpose is to capture and cure Mm -hmm. the Inhumans. Yes. Right? That's what they're doing. Yes. Cure. Well, and and, and George is leading this charge, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because you basically find out the only two people, Captain's dead. Right, yep. he, he died during the explosion. The rest of the Avengers are still alive. They just don't really know where mm-hmm. they're in the wind. Yeah, they're 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 outlawed. They're disbanded, and a part of that was due to the testimony of Bruce Banner. Yeah, he was asked the question, "Do the Avengers pose a danger to society?" And Bruce said, "Yes." <laughs> and so you can imagine the fallout from that. <laughs> um. But yeah, they're in the wind, and um, George and Monica are the only other two survivors, mm-hmm. right? And they they've basically taken over AIM. Well, they're they're running it. They have all the resources of Stark Industry, all of the money from Stark Industry. Like Tony Stark is dead fucking broke. Yeah, he doesn't own a dime. Um, AIM's taken it all, and uh, you you basically five years later zoom in on Camilla Khan, who's now basically an adult mm-hmm. and you know, she's still a teenager. She's still in school, right? She's, she's in high school, which, which tells me like, I want to say she's like 17, 16, 17 years old, which would have put her around 11, 12. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I interpreted that as her being between 16 and 18. Yeah. You know? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but her goal, because she does not believe aims cause at all Mm -hmm. she and she knows there's a resistance group that's a a group of inhumans that is fighting against aim but she's trying to find out where they are Mm -hmm. and like i find this funny the the rat presses the correct button so that you come back from the third dimension right she finds it on a message board site (laughs) like are you kidding me no but she she's looking on this message board and she finds access to um, basically an old Stark Tech login. Mm-hmm. And it's Tony's login. Yeah. And um, the hint for the password is my first love. Right? So she, of course, types in the name of the repulsor ray. Mm-hmm. And then she types in Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at this poster that says, I am Iron Man. She's like, no, you can't be that conceited. And I went, no, you can't have written this. (laughs) (laughs) Because the password is, I am Iron Man. And it, it unlocks and she immediately starts downloading the information from it and everything like that. And then her computer starts to fry and she's like, oh shit. Yeah. And she pulls out the USB cord and like unplugs the computer and all this other stuff. Right. And she's like, holy crap, I got to get out of here. I got to, I got to see what's on this. Um, cause meanwhile, right. Like part of the story, you know, her dad comes in while she was like shortly after she did all of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, hey, look, your friend's going on this away camp for the weekend. I really want you to go, like, just try and be normal. Yeah. Just, you know, like, all this stuff. Don't be a mutant. Right. And inhuman. Or, that's right. I'm sorry. Don't be inhuman. Thank you. Yeah. And um, she's like, yeah, I'll give it a thought. 
And instead, she goes to her secret hideout, which is in, like, this emptied, abandoned water tower. Yeah. Right? Plugs it in, and she watches this video of George locking Captain America in the generator room, and then the rest of the files corrupt. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, God, he fucking killed him. Yeah. Like, immediately jumps to, he fucking murdered Captain America. (laughs) And um, then she gets... uh, (laughs) She gets an um, uh, IM from Tiny Dancer, which I thought was great. Basically telling her, hey, AIM's on to you. They're coming right now to pick your ass up. Get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And so she starts to escape. She's kind of pseudo fighting. And this is when you find out she's an inhuman. Um, She's a polymorph, which basically she's able to change the shape and size of her body. Yeah. Right. Not entirely a Mr. Fantastic ripoff. Um, no, because Mr. Fantastic can't, he can stretch, but he can't enlarge. Mm-hmm. Like, she can enlarge certain parts and right. shrink certain parts. He can't. No, yeah. He, he can only stretch. stretch. Yeah, it's, it's partial. Yeah. Um, so, as she's escaping, though, she realizes, like, one of the AIM agents is kind of, like, helping her. And it really confuses her, but she decides she's going to go to Utah mm-hmm. because Utah was the last place of the known resistance base, right? Right. And, of course, she gets there. She walks in the desert. Like, there, the storyline's great, but there's so many things in it where I'm like, why? <laughs> because, like, so she gets to Utah. She makes a phone call to her dad, leaves a voicemail, goes, hey, oh, yeah, by the way. Right. Right. I traveled from New Jersey to Utah. Oh, I just wanted to let you know that I am going with this friend for the weekend. Right. I mean, how much time would have has to take a bus from Jersey to Utah? I'm I'm thinking like two, three days. I was going to say a while. Right. And only now you're yeah, calling now, your dad. Now you're calling your dad. Um, but yeah. And she's like, I, you know, I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, and then she wanders into the desert. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, we're close to the coordinates. And she sees the symbol for the resistance. And she gets really excited. And then AIM bots attack her. And she's like, what the fuck? AIM's all the way out here. And then she stumbles upon the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, this is cool. <laughs> so cool. But And she does make comments. like She, she talks to herself a lot. Mm-hmm. Which fills in some of the, the inner monologue and stuff like that, of course. But she's like, she's going up to the helicarrier and she's like, there's like nobody here. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? Oh my God, maybe they're not here. Like, what do I do now? Well, maybe I can find something that points me to the, like, the next step. Right? hmm She goes into the helicarrier, kind of bumps around a little bit. It's turning on the power and all this shit to, to get information and gain access. And then she ends up falling through, like, the fucking floor. Yeah. And finds Captain America's shield, which I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, holy fuck. And she picks it up and she she kind of like puts it on and like stands up like she's Captain America. Right. And then you hear and fucking Hulk explodes out. And she's like, whoa, um, easy there, big guy. Yeah. Like, please don't eat me. <laughs> And he roars at her, and she fucking takes off. Starts running. And, like, he then starts chasing after her and literally just destroying everything behind her. Right. Right. This Which, already destroyed airship. 
Oh, yeah, he's just demolishing it even more, which comes into play later because a part of me is like, how? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then ends up cornering her, and she's, like, holding up the shield to protect herself. Mm-hmm. And she's literally saying, please don't eat me, please don't eat me, please don't eat me. <laughs> Which I thought was fucking hilarious. He takes the shield from her, roars at her, and then walks away. Yeah, but what, like, what, at what point, why would that even cross her mind? I don't know. That's my point. I don't understand this. Like, it's so funny, though. That's but, why. But it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Why would, what would, I mean, has has Hulk eaten people before? Nope. Then why would she think he's going to eat her? I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Okay, please continue. But so she she then goes. Okay, well I need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. She climbs to the flight deck, and while on the flight deck, then gets attacked by more AIM bots because AIM has developed robots and drones to basically go after the Inhumans. Yeah. Right. They're their sniffer dogs. Yes. Um, and. She basically goes, okay, I'm going to fight him off. And she starts fighting him off and the Hulk jumps in and then like bigger and bigger bots show up and she's like, all right, well then I'm going to give this a shot. And she embiggens herself. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. She basically grows big yeah, and starts fighting him off. And as she kind of finishes fighting him off, she passes the fuck out (laughs) and she wakes up to Bruce Banner taking her blood which she is like incredibly offended about well yeah yeah he like just straight up jacks her blood while she's passed out like i'm like i i could see that i could be upset about such an invasion of privacy right why would you do this and um he basically explains like i'm sorry i just took it i i I, i'm I'm gonna run experiments on it and i want to see if we can try and find a cure and she's like well like oh my god i found bruce banner i found the hulk like (laughs) hey i need your help i found this encrypted file um like it proves that george tarleton kills captain america Mm -hmm. right and his testimony is full of shit and so they play it and Bruce basically points out, he goes, no, there's no audio. Captain could have told him to lock him in there. Mm-hmm. So like, we don't know what's happened and it looks like the rest of the video is corrupted and I, I can't fix this. There's only one person that I know who can fix this. And she's like, really? Who? <laughs> I'm like, oh dear God. And, of course, it's it's Tony Stark. Yeah, you know, the tech genius. Right. <laughs> and he's like, but I don't know where to find him. You know, Jarvis would know where to find him. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you who don't know, Jarvis is actually an acronym. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's not a person. It's it's an acronym that just stands for just a rather very intelligent system. <laughs> which I think is great. Um, But, named, yeah. Named after his dad's chauffeur, though. It is. <laughs> And um, and he's like, it would be in the archives. So, yeah, I'll take you there, but I'm not going to help you. Mm-hmm. And then they go there and he ends up helping. Her. And there's this really weird sequence where they're in his Winnebago. <laughs> right. And she's just sur- like slurping out of this cup. And, like, and so my house is very loud sometimes. 
So I play games with captions. Yeah. And I mean, it literally says, you know, annoying slurping. Yeah. Annoying slurping noise. Bruce glares at her. I'm like, I can see that. You don't need to tell me that. Who was responsible for this? Fucking hilarious, though. It's hilarious. And like, she then asks, like, can we turn on the music? (laughs) It turned it on and it's something. And then. And then he turns it off or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Okay," because yeah. <laughs> she like starts like kind of like rocking out to. Her. She's a teenager, I, and I she get it. very they do very well at portraying that, right? Yeah. Um, but they get there, and she's like, "Okay, what am I looking for?" She, he's like, "Look for a nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety eight hard drive," and she's like, "What is that?" <laughs> and he's like, "God, I'm old." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm old, too, because I know what that is. Right. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a metal box. Right. And, and so you go through this archive. You're fighting AIMBOTS because, of course, AIM owns it. Mm-hmm. They know where it is. They've taken over it. They've started a facility there. The Hulk comes out, starts fighting. And um, you come across it. You find Jarvis, which is literally a 98 hard drive with fucking the label. Yeah. From a label maker, Jarvis. <laughs> and I was like, I love it. It only would have been better if it had been masking tape with a Sharpie. Right? <laughs> right oh, it. my God. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that was on all of our moving boxes in the early 90s. Oh, fucking VHSs. Yeah, VHS fucking, tapes. Like, yeah. oh, God, so much. Um, But, yeah, so she grabs it, and that's when the abomination shows up. Mm-hmm. Which, so realistically, there's there's only, like three main super villains in this. Yep. And here's the second. And here's the second one. That's the funny part. <laughs> yeah. And um not to say that they're they're not putting in more. They are. They've already talked about it. Um but yeah. And so like he shows up and of course the Hulk saves her mm-hmm. and they go crashing down into their own little room and they have this battle. And during the battle, the abominations like something's up with you. Something's not right. You're not the Hulk that I know. Mm-hmm. Right. And through the fight, you kind of get better and better and better. And then he eventually is like, Oh, there's the big guy. And it's basically explained. The Hulk is depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh shit. Like this is because you know, for those, the Hulk and Bruce Banner are two separate entities yeah. that just happen to share the same body. Mm-hmm. And you basically like when you when you get told like the Hulk is depressed, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. Captain America is the Hulk's friend. Like the Hulk isn't just some like rampaging angry monster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, he's mourning, which explains the whole scene mm-hmm. on the helicarrier about the shield. Like, how dare you fucking touch this? Yeah, this is my friends, right? Um, but yeah, you you defeat him, you get back, you install Jarvis, and you're like, hey, find find Tony Stark, and he's like, well, I can't because this is broken. Which you're like, no shit, he just rampaged through the whole fucking ship, right? Like, destroying fucking everything. So then you get in contact with Myra Hill, who tells you, well, hey, go here. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Sorry. Did I, what did I say? Myra? I said Myra. I was Fuck. like, who? Maria Hill. <laughs> God damn, dude. I'm out of it. Maria Hill, who tells you, okay, look, go here, do this. You'll find the part here, mm-hmm. right? And in doing so, you find a shield bunker, because you also find out that shield, 
no more. Yeah. Fucking gone. AIM's basically taken over what S.H.I.E.L.D. used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find a S.H.I.E.L.D. bunker, and in unlocking that, you see this video of Nick Fury, who basically says, so if you're watching this, S.H.I.E.L.D. is no more, yeah. and I'm basically gone. Yep. Um, so take all of this information and turn it over to one of the second in command, which I can't remember the guy's name, the one in the bowler hat, but he's actually one of Captain America's buddies from World War II. Oh, um, Dum Dum Dugan. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and like, or Maria Hill, right? Mm -hmm. And of course you turn it over to Hill. And she's like, oh, thanks, you know, God, that Fury character, he always knew how to prepare for the worst situation. This is literally a complete and utter detail on how to get S.H.I.E.L.D. up and running again, like (laughs) that little sneaky bastard. (laughs) And uh, then you basically go, okay, Jarvis, where the fuck is Tony? Mm -hmm. And they're like, he's like, oh, well, you know, now that I have like the world's knowledge at my disposal again, he's here in Nevada. (laughs) Yeah. And I was I was super excited about that. But um and then like when you fly it's somewhere in the Utah desert. And I'm like <laughs> What? Did you notice that? Because it no. does. It, it he says he's at his family estate in Nevada, in the Nevada desert. Mm. And then when you go there it says somewhere in the Utah desert. I didn't see that. Yep. Uh, maybe they were in the Utah desert truck going into nevada maybe he's maybe he's in windover maybe, maybe. <laughs> he's, in, he's in winnemucca winnemucca <laughs> um so yeah so like you you go to his old family estate mm-hmm. and he's living out of a fucking um twinkie trailer yeah and i call it a twinkie trailer because it, it it's one of those old space trailers that's fucking silver yeah that shaped like a twinkie yeah, like uh, uh, I don't remember what I don't remember what they were really called. I don't either. But, but that's what he's living out of, yeah. and he's fucking barbecuing he's bar- hot dogs. He's barbecuing hot dogs, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys want one?" <laughs> oh, and his hair is super long, fucking beard. I actually yeah. like this look compared to when he's clean shaved. Mm-hmm. Really, like I I don't know why. Yeah, I just I think he looks cooler nah, that way. Respectfully disagree, but okay, 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 okay. that's I'm, fine. I just don't like the way they made his character head. I know that's a weird fucking thing, but like, I'm like, "Mm, you look better with the beard. (laughs) Um, Well, and I think a part of it is because they completely clean shave him. Mm, Right. Yeah. And that, no, he he needs that goatee. The the goatee half beard thing that like, we got him, we got an image in our head of Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, and that's that he doesn't look anything like that. Well, and I wasn't that big into the comics, but I still remember in, he has a beard in the comics and in the in the video games like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and stuff like that. I he remember him with facial hair. Yeah. yeah, he has he has facial hair. He, it's not like that full like you know Grizzly Adams type beard. No, he, no, he, he has facial hair. Yeah. He has a little goatee. Yeah, no, and he's completely clean shaved in this, and that, it, it did throw me off when he does that. But, um, she's <laughs> they convince him to look at the information, mm-hmm. and of course, him and Bruce kind of have a little confrontation, right? Yeah, because he literally goes, "The question was, Bruce, yeah. <laughs> do the Avengers pose a threat to society?" And he's like, look at what we did, Tony. Look at what we did to her. She's incurable. And 
that really bugged me. Mm-hmm. It really did because, like, the way Bruce is for the rest of it, yeah. when he gets into those moments, he refers to her basically in third person, like she's not even there. Yeah, and I'm like this, the way that he talks to her and about her in the rest of the game mm-hmm. doesn't fit. Right? At least maybe that was just me. Well, so here, here was my takeaway from this, right? Bruce Banner was a guy who got turned into a monster and he has always had some sort of reservation to that. And yes. that's always been a thing that's bothered him. Fair. And by, by his belief that they caused the Inhumans to be created, he has now basically he's done the thing that was done to him and he hates himself for it. I, I, I'll take it a step further. I think he has more of an issue because unlike with him, it happened to them unwillingly. Yeah. With him, it was, it was a conscious act. He, he like, he willingly did it depending on which origin story you want to go with. No, no. But in all manners of it, Mm -hmm. he willingly does it. Whether he decides to experiment on himself, he's trying to protect somebody else. He, it was an accident. it, It was an accident. Like through some will of his own, it happened to him mm-hmm. where this, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. They just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see that, but it's just the fact that he refers to her in third person. He immediately takes her out of the equation of being there, which he doesn't do in any other time, except for when she, he talks about her as an inhuman. Well, maybe that's because he is holding some guilt about Captain America. And he's distancing himself from her because he doesn't want to lose another quote unquote friend. Friend. Yeah. Cause he like, there's a comment shortly after. Fucking it. Cause there's a comment shortly after they like, they, the, the three of them become a little team mm-hmm. where Tony basically makes a statement of like, Hey, you're growing on me kid. And he's like, yeah. Right. Like she kind of becomes endearing. Yeah. Like, and they talk about how she really does grow on them. Like she's like their conscience. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of the role she ends up taking. Um, but yeah, so they convince Tony to look at this footage mm-hmm. and he looks at it and they're like, but it's corrupted. And he's like, well, it's not corrupted. It's just appears to look like it's corrupted. But I can fix a little bit of this. And they add some audio. Mm-hmm. And in the audio, you do find out Captain America tells George, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, lock me in, get out. Lock it, lock the door behind you and run to the, the deck, the um the command deck. Which from George's George and Monica's testimony, right? Is truth. That's where they were. Yeah. Um, and so everybody's like, well, he had to have a reason. Like, what was his purpose behind this? Mm. Steve wouldn't have just done this, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> fucking, you have they're talking about it, and Tony's like, "Um, who's Tiny Dancer?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, this is the person who saved my life in in New Jersey." Like, da 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 da. Again, it's a warning. Aims onto you. They're coming. Um. Well, and I don't know about you, but I was screaming, it's Black Widow, you idiot. I wasn't. You know? No. Oh, okay. No, I was, I was literally, I, I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was, um, 
Please tell me you thought it was Nick Fury. I did. Because the idea of Nick Fury using Tiny Dancer as his online handle makes me laugh. But I did. Okay. I really did. Really? Because, did. because <laughs> he like, you meet him mm-hmm. on A-Day. Mm-hmm. Or you see him, I should say. You don't like personally interact with him. But you see him and then he just like disappears. So I did. I thought it was Nick Fury. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so, yeah, that, that I didn't think of Black Widow. Okay. Because... That was so out of Nick Fury's little thing of using a handle like Tiny Dancer that I was like, this is classic fucking Nick Fury. Right. Right. Um, But yeah. And like he makes a comment of, oh, well, I would have chosen Rocket Man. Referring to Elton John songs and everything. Gone. Well, and like he makes the comment of like, oh, you must be really smart to have hacked into my system. She's like, your password was I am Iron Man. Like... No, dude, you're a fucking idiot yeah. for choosing that password. And I was like, how could she be the first one to do this? Right. With the internet the way the internet is, somebody else would have figured that out beforehand. Not to take away from how smart she is. She is no, actually absolutely. incredibly no, smart. Is, yeah. But it, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he then goes, well, let me suit up. And Bruce is like, wait, how do you still have a suit? And he's like, well, I sort of have a suit. <laughs> and you, like, open up this hatch and walk under, like, into, like, the basement of your family home, which is in ruins. Mm-hmm. And you start walking through and, like, you strap on this one boot <laughs> and, like, a, another little thruster. And then you have, like, one gauntlet and a little palm thing. And then it's, like, that old, like, Flight helmet simulator. You know what it reminded me of? Hmm. That scene from um, Star Wars where Luke puts on the helmet and oh, drops the shield. And bl- drops the blast shield? Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks I mean, yeah. It, it looks, kind of looks like that, yeah. right? And that's what he puts on, and that's that's his suit, right? Right. And, of course, AIM shows up. You fight him off. You end up going back to the helicarrier. Um, Bruce makes – or, sorry – Tony makes a comment to Jarvis about, oh, my God, buddy, how it's good to see you again. Like, hear you again. Like, I've missed you so much. (laughs) And then he plugs in the thing and says, like, hey, decrypt this. Mm. Right? And that's when they, like, start going on other missions because they're told, like, AIM knows where our location is. They're getting ready to come here and seize everything. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And Tony's like, um... Yeah, this bird's nowhere close to flying. Really? Like, and so he's like, well, one, we need to convert the generator to from running off of Terrigen Crystal to just normal power source. And Bruce is like, well, how is that possible? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're one of the four yeah. people who fucking built this thing. <laughs> like, these were the uh, little things in the storyline where I was like, this, that bugs me. Because it's it's literally just adding that one-liner so that you can get the filler. And Mm. really, you have a character who knows nothing about this standing right there and a little girl who's like, well, how would you do that? This thing ran off of Terrigen crystals. Yeah. And he still could have said the same line of, well, it's based off of the same generator. We actually converted it to run off the Terrigen, so all I'm doing is reverting it back. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, but Bruce being, no, no, I'm sorry. Bug me. Bug the shit out of me. Little, yeah. little things in it so far. That's like just that, That's little thing 327. Right? <laughs> well, okay. So the one big thing that we haven't talked about that I guess you... Little thing or big thing. 
is the graphics. Yeah. Yeah. So just real quick side note. Up until this point, I think the graphics for a lot of the game are amazing. I really do. I think they took detail. I think they took time. If you look at some of the costumes, you can see a lot of detail in them. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where there's this moment where you're going through the desert as Camilla Khan and you get like mud on your clothes and you watch it like dry and crack and kind of like, you know, fall off and Mm -hmm. shit like that. And then you look at her fucking head (laughs) and it literally looks like somebody stuck a fucking wet mop on her head. Like... It doesn't move. No. It it is just terribly blurry. There is no definition to it. They did not. Tr- they didn't make it hair, and they, they, it's not just her. Thor, Tony, Black Widow, like all of them. Bruce when he's both as the Hulk and as Bruce, their hair. Yeah. Is just terrible. Yeah. It, oh. Well, and it takes away from the game for me. Uh huh. Like. Here I have this beautiful detailed world, but here's this one thing that's constantly in it that like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and it, it did. It really destroyed a lot of the graphics. It took it from wow, these are really great graphics to fuck, this is mediocre. Well, and by this point, there there basically was a cutscene where Monica is helping George, and she pulls a <laughs> she pulls a vial out of a cabinet with oh, one hand. Yeah. Puts it in the other hand. Her character model turns and the vial is gone. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up to him, hits him with nothing, pulls it out, and then it cuts back and then it's back in her hand for me. Now, I know that... Gra- oh, let's see. I didn't have the, the disappearing act. No, I was going to say, I know graphical glitches tend to be per person, but that I, I had to record that on my xbox and watch it again yeah. just to make sure that i wasn't like missing, missing that she yeah. switched hands or something because i was just so, like what the hell speaking of which like there are little cutscenes throughout this mm-hmm. um aim is trying to capture camilla mm-hmm. right and so you you do see like there is a brief moment in which they have her and you do see george and he he is clearly sick with something yeah right and Monica seems perfectly fucking normal. Mm-hmm. Like, a hundred percent. No inhumanness affected. No no other side effects going on. Nothing. She is, like, a hundred percent normal. Mm-hmm. But George has this ability now to manipulate technology with his mind. And you see it through this, like, purple electricity. Right? And his head has become enlarged bulbous yeah and um i got i got huge uh green lantern ryan reynolds oh yeah vibes with uh yeah with scars guard sars guard yeah yeah if 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 you've seen green lantern with ryan reynolds that like literally look at that villain and that that's kind of what happening what's happening to george right except for he's hooked to technology like, he's got this little headband on with this little purple crystal thing in it. And, like, yeah. Well, the scene that he's talking about, Monica tells him, it's time for your treatment. And he's like, I'm feeling fine. She's like, well, you coughed a little bit in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and we only have a couple more of these, and then you should be right as rain. And she pulls out, like, this orange vial. Oh, see, for me, it was purple. Oh, for me, it was orange. <laughs> 
Are you kidding? It was purple? Uh, my vial was purple, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, mine was orange. <laughs> and she, like, stabs him with it, uh-huh. right? And this surge of power, like, all of the electric, um, electrical equipment and technological equipment in the room just starts surging with this purple energy. And he's mm. like, oh, yeah. Like, dude is juicing. Yeah. That is totally what that reminded me of. And she basically tells him, like, this formula, my formula saved your life. Right? Mm-hmm. Which made me, again, wonder, like, if you were both in the command deck, how did he get affected and you did not? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it, it it's never really made clear, just just so you guys know. But it, it, was, a, it was a curiosity, right? Because, like, again, while what's going on with them is... He's like, we need energy crystals. Well, these aim bots, <laughs> they have these perfect crystals. So Jarvis, find two heat sources or find the heat sources of this this energy, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I found two. <laughs> and I was like, of course you did. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because Hulk and Camilla go off to search for one and Tony goes off and searches for the other. Mm-hmm. Which when Tony goes off and he finds the energy source... Um. This is the first time where he's met with the fact that they are using his technology, which it comes into play majorly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They are building a giant arc reactor, but it's unstable. So he fucking destroys it, which I'm like, I think I saw this in a movie once <laughs> where destroying a stable arc reactor caused some serious damage. <laughs> Just saying. But, yeah, he destroys it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it switches to the Hulk and Camilla, and they're going through the Utah desert, and they keep finding these aim bots, which are, they're not like your standard little foot soldier bots. These are kind of more of like tanks. Like, I, I call them like spider tanks yeah. type deal. Um, and everyone they found, either the core was destroyed or missing. And then they get attacked by a mercenary group, which you remember the name of them? I want to say it was like the Watchdogs or something like that. Uh, no, I don't remember. Oh, God. What was the name? Uh, I can't remember the name of the, of the group, but it's a mercenary group that's working for AIM to help them hunt down and kill inhumans. Yeah. Before, like, and by the way, throughout this, you are learning that their goal is to cure them to a certain extent. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, but this this particular group is to kill them. So they show up to, of course, kill Hulk and um, Kamala. Kamala. And you fight them off, and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, this core is missing too. And then, boom, all these fucking people teleport in. They're like, freeze! da 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 and you're just like, like Bruce's response of like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like he's just basically like hands up in the air. Like, oh, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and they're like, Hank Pym wants to meet you. And they're, he's like, wait, wait, the Hank Pym? Mm. Like, and I'm like, how many other Pims do you know? Yeah. Right. In the Marvel universe. But, um, you, you're like, okay, cool. Cool. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, we get to meet Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, Ant-Man. And um, th- this was actually kind of sad for me because, you know, you you teleport in and mm-hmm. they 
They call it the Ant Hill. It's yeah. an underground facility, and he's like, oh my god, I think one of our anonymous hackers, Tiny Dancer, named it. And I was like, that, that was when I went Black Widow. <laughs> because Nick Fury doesn't have that kind of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Black Widow does. <laughs> and it like that's when I was like, yeah, that's Black Widow. And um, you find out that even though he's Ant-Man, he can't be Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. He is no longer able to physically alter the size of his body and his molecular structure because in the beginning of this, AIM captured him. And then they basically manipulated his genomes to where if he if he altered that, he would die. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh shit, well, Ant-Man's now an implayable character. Yeah. Like, well, fuck. Why would you take away? And the only thing that I can think of is potentially they may add one, but it's going to be one of the other variants. You know, like in the movies, mm-hmm. Hank Pym isn't Ant-Man anymore. So it... Right. You like like they're going to add Scott Lang. Yeah, and, and he would be Ant-Man. And I just think of it from a video game perspective of how are you going to incorporate his powers into the way that we see the actual gameplay of this? Because this is a melee brawler with abilities right yeah you know for 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 tony stark you have your repulsors or you have lasers you have rockets but he also does a lot of punching yeah you know thor can use he's lightning got his hammer and, he, and he's got his melee combat yeah abilities. so how is like what is ant-man gonna do for a ranged attack you know what and that's fair because i never thought of that but in the game mm-hmm. right you as you upgrade your equipment you can gather equipment that is infused with PIM particles. Mm-hmm. So if you do a melee finisher, it has a certain percent chance of shrinking the bad guy. Uh-huh. So he could have um, melee abilities for sure, in mm-hmm. which those come into play, and he could shrink himself. I don't necessarily know what, given given knowing the missions and the combat style yeah. of the game, what benefits that would have. And you're absolutely right. I guess I didn't think that one through. I just kind of was like, ah, fuck, there's another superhero <laughs> down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they could have figured out something. I'm, I'm Actually, I'm not. I'm not sure they could have figured out something. You're 100% correct. I have no idea how he would have been incorporated in this. Yeah, I mean. So maybe this is a good way of him being like, hey, I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah, them, them <laughs> being like, how are we going to do this? Uh, we just say that he can't do it anymore. But in a sense, there is something that comes right around the corner into fucking play right. that I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but, right, so while you're there, you're wandering around as Camilla, right? Bruce and Pim kind of reminisce mm-hmm. and, and talk about it. And Bruce tells him, like, hey, I was stuck as the big guy for, like, three fucking years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and you still get the sense that he has no choice over this transformation process. Mm. Like it, it is still, they're still kind of working out their issues together. Him and him and the big guy. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool, right. To see that. But at the same time, it was, you're walking around and you come across this other inhuman because this whole base is filled with inhumans. It is the resistance. It's the inhuman resistance that she has been looking for since basically day one yeah. of the game. And like she gets to a point where she gets really pissed off because she's like, why are these other inhumans not fighting back? And well, here's a whole fucking base of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And she meets this guy, and he basically tells her, "Hey, we most of us escaped during this this prison break, but my mom, she's still there. She's also an inhuman. Like nobody's listening to me. They're about to transfer her. If they transfer her, we'll have no idea where she's at. We need to save her." Mm-hmm. And Camilla goes to Bruce and Hank and is like, "Hey, we need to save these people." And Bruce is like, "No, we don't." We will, but not right now. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to think this through. We need to gather our resources. Tony's going to be here with the Chimera, which is the name of the helicarrier. In a couple of days, we'll go after then. She's like, we don't have a couple of days. And Hank's like, have you been talking to (laughs) so-and-so? And And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the story's great, but these cheesy little lines that they throw in here are just terrible. It hurts. Right? It does. It really does. And she decides anyways, like, fuck you guys, I'm going. Mm -hmm. And the only way in and out of this base is through the use of one of the teleporters. So she approaches him and he's like, hey, where are you going? She's like, to the base. And he's like, okay, cool, I'll take (laughs) you there. And she's like, oh, shit, I thought that would be harder. And he's like, no, I I think you're kick-ass. I think it's noble. Let's do this. I can't help you. I'm just going to drop you off to let you die. Yeah, right. But let's do this. And, and that's literally what it is. You show up there, you fight into the base, and you trigger an alarm, and then you just start fighting more and more people. And it goes into a cutscene where, like, you're just like, oh, fuck, there's so many of them. I'm going to die here. In Biggin. I only have one choice. <laughs> in Biggin. And you literally, you in Biggin, and then you go, oh, fuck, not again. And you pass the fuck out. Uh-huh. But, again, they want her. So, like, that's that, that was something where I'm like, she's not dead. Of course not. not, yeah. Because, one, she's a playable character yeah. still. And two, they want her. They've made this painfully clear that they want her. Mm-hmm. They don't make it clear why, but they just make it clear that they want her. Yeah. And that's when you get to play Tiny Dancer. <laughs> Black Widow finally blows her cover, goes in after her, breaks into the facility, causes all sorts of havoc. You end up fighting Monica mm-hmm. in what I call the avatar suit. Cause that's what like, it's what it looked like. That's what, it, yeah. That, yeah. that, um, that suit that the general wears to fight the blue people, that one dude yeah. at the end, like that's, or the, um, the alien suit, if you want to call it that, there you, you know, know. Yeah, the like, power loader, the power loader. Um, and, and like, that's kind of what it was. And so you're fighting her and you defeat her and you capture her mm-hmm. And you free the Inhumans, and, like, this isn't the start of it. It's just one of the other fucking scenes of it. She asks, hey, have you seen this girl? This is what she looks like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. This guy goes, yeah, we escaped together, but she said she wasn't going to come with us. She said she's going home. I don't know what that meant, (laughs) but she ran off this direction. So then you run off that direction, and you come across her, and you're like, hey, where the fuck are you going? And she's like, well... I'm no superhero. Yeah. I'm just going to go home. Like, I, I don't know what I was thinking. This, this is not what I was thinking. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it, because it, it, it's not the first time she's had this change mm-hmm. in, in her, like, whole little, oh, well, I'm no good. I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm weak. I'm not a hero. And then the, the real hero goes, well, yeah. I have something else that says otherwise. And in this case, I have a plane full of people who would say otherwise. And yeah, she doesn't really have a character arc. She has character mountain peaks and valleys. <laughs> right? Up and down and up, up and, and down, down. Up and, and down. down. 
Um, and of course she's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you have a point. And she joins back up with them. Right. Yeah. And so you, you take her back, you, you t- go back to the coming area. You have Monica with you and you're basically like, we're going to interrogate her. We're going to find her main base. We're going to find the plot. We're going to do all this because by this point in time, you have enough evidence to basically show they're not looking for a cure for these inhumans. They're killing them. They're experimenting on them. They're stealing their powers and they're killing them. Mm -hmm. And they're stealing their powers to create robots that have these powers. Because that's a thing you can do. Well, they're they're basically trying to develop a coup, mm-hmm. right, in the military. Because they've, they've taken over all Homeland Security, all world security. They are S.H.I.E.L.D. There is no Stark Industries. They're, like, they, they've pretty well implemented that, themselves in our government to handle these kind of things, right? I meant, like, the logistics of it. Oh, oh, of, <laughs> of, of, oh. How, yeah. do you, how do you make a robot in big in itself? Um... <laughs> Um, um, Skynet. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. But, it, but I can't remember what the units are called because yeah. there are a certain unit that does it. And, and it it reminded me of um, X-Men Days of Future Past, the Sentinels. Yeah. Right? The Sentinels had the ability to absorb and adapt to certain mutant abilities, the mutant abilities, right? Mm-hmm. And... Replicate them. And it was all due to the fact of Mystique's ability. Yeah. Right. Um, so, like, I get it. <laughs> like, we're, we're in the Marvel world. These are things that have already existed. AIM's just now making them. Don't ask questions. Right. The rat presses the right buttons. Yeah. And you escape from... The quantum realm. The quantum realm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like... You basically find out they're going to have Bruce do it. And the reason why they're going to have Bruce do it is because Bruce and Monica shagged. Literally, like, that's that's it. They were an item. They were a thing. And so as Bruce, you kind of talk to a couple of people. I like the, the interaction you have with Black Widow, where you're like, do you think I can do this? And she's like, yeah, I think you can do this. Don't trust a fucking word this woman says. I've worked for these people for the last five years, and she has like 10 different faces. Mm-hmm. She puts on whatever face she needs to to achieve her goal. Like, I don't even know if she actually ever loved you. And Bruce is like, oh, that's why I like talking to you, Widow, because like, you're so fucking mean. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm just like, yep. But in all in all truth, that's kind of what you see, right? Mm-hmm. So Bruce goes down there and talks to her, and um, he like he even gets emotional and asks her like, "Did you ever love me?" And I'm I'm like, "Oh my god, don't dude. need don't need this right now." Like, why dude, are we here? Yeah, what, skip. What's going on? <laughs> but she does like. He's like, where is your base? Mm. Where are you keeping this? Where is all this experiments happening and all this other stuff? And she's like, you can scour the entire planet and you will never find us. And <laughs> um, then the Chimera gets attacked, right? Mm. By George, who by this point, his head is fucking massive. Yeah. Um. And he like... <laughs> He starts taking over control and he's actually trying to hack Jarvis and, and all this stuff because he has the power to control technology. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, like, you fight him off and all this other stuff. But during that fight, Monica ends up escaping, which 
I think is funny because mm-hmm. it basically immediately cuts into a cutscene after that where Monica's standing in front of George, whose head is probably bigger than the room that I'm in. <laughs> Not literally. I'm just it's huge. Like and for those of you who don't know, he's turning into Modoc. Mm-hmm. Which Modoc in and of itself is an acronym, which they never say. I was gonna say, I don't remember them ever saying it. They don't. And and here's part of it. So the fur the M, right, can either stand for mental, mobile, or mechanized. Right? <laughs> Depending on it's just Modoc. Just, just, just do all three M's. Right. But it's I, I like mechanized, right? It makes sense. It's mechanized organism designed only for killing. And I was like, booyah. <laughs> Mind you, his original goal for all of this is to truly cure the inhumans. He That's what he truly wants. Mm-hmm. He no longer wants people with superpowers. He no longer wants the inhumans. He wants to cure them. And he truly feels that Monica, who you find out is basically manipulating shit for her own means and ends, mm-hmm. was going to achieve that. And she's not. Um. So, yeah. So, like, he's like, what the fuck? And, yeah, you, you basically see this surge. And she's like, don't worry. We got this. We still got this. We still got this. We can still do this. We still got this. And we're still going to do this release. Mm-hmm. Right? And, of course, during this... The attack on the helicarrier actually happens um, during the announcement of their new robot, Ames' new robot. And the helicarrier basically almost falls out of the fucking sky on New York. Yeah. They blame it on the Avengers. And this is where Thor shows up, mm-hmm. which I loved. He's in a fucking. <laughs> he's, he's in a t shirt and jeans with a name tag yeah. for a barista. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking barista, bro. <laughs> And they're like, oh, my God, nice of you to show up. And he's like, well, yeah, giant mechanized shit started falling out of the sky. <laughs> like, I figured something must be up. And, like, it was cool. You, you you fly around, you get a fight as him and all this other stuff. And um, you fight it off and you're basically like, well, that went to shit. Mm-hmm. So what's the new plan? Well, we got to find his base. We got to shut him down. We got to prevent this from happening. We got to stop them from hurting more inhumans. Right? Mm-hmm. And an argument breaks out. (laughs) I'm sorry. Please continue. Why is it so funny? Oh, we're getting there. Okay. And an argument breaks out Mm -hmm. between Tony and Bruce. Yep. Right? Yep. Because they're petty little things. Well, and the question was. Yeah. Basically sparks back up and fucking um, Tony is fully suited up. Right. And basically once he has the ability to design his suit, that's he stays that way. Yeah. And. Bruce is like, you're making me angry. You don't you don't want to make me angry. Yeah, he won't like me when I'm angry. Yeah. And fucking starts to hulk out and like grabs Tony and jumps across the thing. Smashing into this fucking window. Well, no, console first. Oh well, yeah, the console first. And he's like, Oh, you want to do that? And fucking Tony reaches out and giant Hulkbuster hand attaches and Boom! Smacks him and they go crashing through this window. And everybody else on the airship. Everybody's gone at that point. Yeah. Well, so so Black Widow and Thor go, and this is why we didn't get back together. Yep. And they walk away. Yep. And like, meanwhile, in the background of this cutscene, you still see people working. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. And that's when like... And now it's a ghost town. Fucking everybody. Everybody's gone. Everybody. 
And like she makes a comment of like, oh, even the shield agents left. And I was like, how? They like straight up abandoned this fucking thing. <laughs> like in seconds. They were like, oh, well, those two are fighting. We're fucking out. Yeah, we almost got knocked out of the sky. The Avengers are fighting and they left. Okay, well, I guess we'll all, we will all just leave now. Oh, these are shield sorry, agents. What? Yeah, these are shield agents. They have their own cause. They're trying to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Maria is trying to like reestablish shield. And they just fucking leave? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I had such a hard time with that. And again, it's one of those little things in the storyline where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, she goes, well, maybe there's something in the interrogation. Yeah. She goes down. She rewatches it and rewatches it and rewatches it and starts to cry again and goes, oh, my God, I wish I could talk to my dad. And Jarvis is like, calling. Yeah, calling your dad. <laughs> and she's like, no, wait. Yep. And he's, hello? Betta? Yeah. Betta? I, I will Are admit, you there, Betta? Yeah, this part was pretty sweet. Again, all of the oh stuff with God. Kamala. I, again, her flip-floppiness of whether she's excited or not excited about meeting Avengers. A hero. A hero not a or hero. not a hero, right? Her her person right yeah. her heart yeah that was really good it really was well done. it really and was this part was touching you know well because of course it's her dad who you know, he's the one that went with her on a day mm-hmm. right um and he's fine yeah he's perfectly normal for some reason <sighs> the rat presses the right buttons bro <laughs> video games got a video game video games got a video game um so like he then like pours his heart out like be safe i love you just come home mm-hmm. we're not mad we just want you home please come home um i hope you're doing the right thing but you know just be safe i love you and hangs up and she's like i love you more and she like wipes away her tears and starts listening to the recording again and catches her saying you can scour the earth and you'll never find us which makes her go oh <gasps> It's in space. (laughs) Like, wow. (sighs) They've never done this before. They've never done this before. (laughs) I have to remind myself that they've never done this before. It was all right, though. Because, again, it's just that enough of, like, that comic book cliché-ness. Right? And. Sure. Well, so she goes to the console. She then says, like, hey, Avengers, come back. Mm -hmm. Please. This is what makes us great is we're different. This is what makes us awesome is together we're one and apart. We're just parts of one. And like heart, like it, I'm, I'm undermining the speech. I really am. Mm. It was an, a very compelling, heartwarming speech. And I just go again. All of a sudden she turns around and there's Bruce and Tony. Yeah. Good speech, kid. <laughs> I'm like. What the fuck? You guys came back real quick. Yeah. And I know I'm, I, I'm missing some things. Like there's a whole part where um, Bruce, Tony, um, Natasha, and Kamala are fighting off a giant robot on top of the anthill. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. And Pim develops a shrinking cannon. The coolest fucking thing. It really is. And you never see it again. And they miniaturize this giant tank and you never see it again. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, 
he picks it up by the leg and he's like, it's kind of cute when it's little. <laughs> I'm like, it kind of is. <laughs> like, and I was, I was right. So at this point, I mean, I have guessed quite a bit and I am not normally this smart of a person. And so at this point, I honestly said to myself, I said, oh, great. That's going to come back to play. Like, we've got a giant tank. Great. Now we can keep that in our back arsenal. Like, that'll be a thing we deal with later. Never did. Never see it again. Which is really, it is really frustrating because in the anthill, you find him converting these aim bots to work for them. Mm -hmm. He's constantly reprogramming them. And they're working for them. Yeah. So it's kind of like... You can do this with this tank? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the fuck? But yeah. So that happens actually before the whole air carrier yeah. interrogation thing. Like, it's... Yeah. Um. But... Like... So they're like, okay, we need to go back to Hank. We need to get this technology. I need to work on this thing that really is, you know... The last time I tried it, it exploded. <laughs> and Camilla's like, oh, well, that's not good. And he's like, don't worry. With Hank, I've got it this time. And it, it's 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 a spacesuit. Yeah. It's a spacesuit for Iron Man in which it has a giant rocket on the back so he can blast his way into outer space. And he does. And you got to go through this little storm and try and stay on point, which... I didn't, I didn't, I'm going to be honest, the first time I played through it, I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> and I fell out of the fucking sky like a rock. I got zapped by lightning and went, Ooh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super funny. I was just like, so keep the target in the reticle. Even with rock music playing, I don't feel very cool right now. Well, and I, I will say that's one of the big problems with the game. Did you ever? Oh, no. Never. Yeah. Never. Um, except for the next part coming up, I'm going to be honest, I didn't either. Well... I didn't feel cool at this part. Oh, I felt cool as fuck. It was just cool. I think it was, I, I <laughs> like, I, yeah, all around. Okay. So you end up in outer space yep. because you basically find, you remember, they remember that there is a space station that was owned by S.H.I.E.L.D. that was used for testing, like a bioengineering testing type still, right? Mm. That would be the perfect place to keep these inhumans and test on these inhumans and all this other stuff, right? And so they go there, and it's fucking empty. Just straight up deserted, right? Right. And you walk towards the center, and there's this big orb, and then the door opens, and it's fucking Captain America on ice. <laughs> Not like ice skating. He's fucking cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, and I love it. He makes a comment like, at this point, I think I've spent more years frozen <laughs> than anything else. Like fuck and um he basically comes up and he's like what the what the hell's going on and tony's like oh dear god and he like hugs him mm-hmm. and cap's like tony are you hugging me and he's like no no you you were about to fall i'm just <laughs> supporting you but like it's it's actually like a really touching moment because the friendship between captain america and iron man not only is really well represented in the movies mm-hmm. but um it's a real thing. Like they are really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, and like, even in the comic books, the civil war comic book, it's a rough thing for them to actually go at each other yeah. the way they do. So like, it was kind of one of these endearing things of like, there's that friendship. Mm-hmm. There's that best friendship that I love so much. Yeah. Right. And then you're basically like, Hey, aims coming to fuck your shit up. 
you're like, oh, fuck, we need to get the fuck out of here. A good thing I saw these escape pods. Yeah. Well-placed escape pods. Well-placed escape pods, but escape pods nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so then you switch to playing as Cap, and you run through this space station. As the aimbots start tearing it apart, and power systems start going on, and the fucking thing starts rotating. Yeah, it, loses, and- it loses gravity, and it starts to spin. This was the moment that I went, okay. This part is cool. And it was. I thought it was was so cool to play as Captain America through it. Like, you don't have your armor. You don't have your shield. You don't don't have anything. And there's a part where Tony's, like, trying to pry open these doors to get to the escape pod. And you're fighting off aimbots. And you, like, pick up this hatch. Yeah. And just fucking chuck it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I immediately went to George, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Inception when they're in the hallway oh, and the van is tumbling yeah. down so everything gets zero G zero and, G. and they're yeah. running. He's running. That is what I thought of. I was well, like, and it was. this is so cool. And that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Dude. It is awesome. And like straight out of the movie mm. in all honesty, right? You hop in the escape pod as you're escaping. They fuck with it so you don't actually get to like escape yeah but you are and you're sitting in this escape pod and it's just you and captain and you're looking at the the earth Mm -hmm. and the little horizon over it and you're basically like well so this is where we suffocate to death (laughs) and you know i was like yeah yeah well at least we couldn't have a better view and then fucking thor shows up yep hey do you need a ride (laughs) like and i was like movie much <laughs> like seriously that's it straight out of the movie for right me. like it, it, except it, for it being captain marvel yeah fucking Thor. So i was gonna say i was like if it had been captain marvel i wouldn't have been surprised at all not at all yeah and in fact i think it would have been a happy little twist because now i get to play as captain marvel yay i think it would have been fun right i mean they could yeah. have even had her show up push it back and be like no nope, i got other planets i gotta help i'll be back later yeah hello future you know dlc correct yeah um but whatever yeah <laughs> And so, like, you get back, and now the whole band's back together. And um, by this, they've completely decrypted mm-hmm. the file, which I kind of forget, completely forgot to tell about, right? Yeah. They decrypt the file, and they find out that Captain's the one who destroyed the generator, causing the explosion that killed thousands of people. And while they're sitting in space, Tony asks him, like, why did you do it? This killed thousands of people. And he goes, it was either kill thousands or kill trillions. Mm -hmm. Because there was something in that bay. There was something reacting. And if that came active, it would have destroyed and killed millions more. Yeah, because it was on the San Francisco fault line, right? Yeah. And that's what he was afraid of. So he basically went, destroy this knowing that I'm going to kill thousands or let this other thing happen and probably kill millions. Yeah. San Andreas fault, not the San Francisco fault line. I don't know why I think San Andreas. There's a whole movie with Dwayne Johnson in it, but anyway. Whatever. No, I I I I didn't I knew that didn't sound right, but I I didn't correct you. Um but again, so you're talking about this thing that's on this fault line that like could cause terrible devastation, right? Mm. Right? Yeah. And then as you get back to Earth and you get all suited up, 
all these fucking aim ships start appearing above all these major cities and become uncloaked in this invisibility technology, which Tony's like, that's my fucking tech. <laughs> and uh, basically it's just like, what the fuck? Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute. Well, if they have this invisibility technology, this cloaking technology, they're in San Francisco. Yeah. Because that's a quarantine zone, and it's absolutely illegal to go there. And the only people allowed to go there is AIM, and da 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 da. Oh God! Look, all of these, all of these ships like flew from San Francisco. They've, like, they've all got trace minerals specific, straight, like specific to the San Francisco Bay. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, oh my God. Okay. You mean the one place only AIM could go? You wouldn't think that there would be a base there? Okay. Because you can scour the earth and you'll never find them. Yeah, because they're invisible. They're invisible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they like, and you had a problem with this part. Because before you could do the final mission, what did you have to do? Okay, so, full disclaimer. I only did the Avengers storyline quests. They are the ones marked with the Avengers A symbol. Yes. I did not do Captain America, Tony Stark, Black Widow, Hulk. I didn't do anybody else's side quest. I was solely focusing on the story quests. Yeah. Stark Tech Outfits literally gates your progress that says you cannot continue with the main story until you go do a side mission, any side mission that has... Um, I guess I should phrase it this way. It gates it so you have to go do a side mission because you need to collect a certain number of parts from defeated enemies. Yep. Now, as the person in the room who didn't touch a side mission until I was forced to... Yeah. This seriously infuriated me. Yeah. Or infuriated me. Yeah. I, I knew what you meant. Because... I what you said. Yeah. Because you gated story progress for for a silly silly for, thing for uh, for having to go do a side mission now, which, which is funny because here's the thing, right? You fight these, you fight all these bots all the way up to this, yeah, hundreds of them. You are not fighting anything new in these side missions. You're not fighting. You're not, any, you're not fighting anything new in these side missions. You you are not. Yeah, right. You are solely fighting the same thing you fought a million times already. Mm-hmm. I've done, I did the side missions before I got to this point and I did not have to stop to go and do a side mission. And that is so, so, like, honestly, that makes it worse for me. It makes it worse. <laughs> when you told me this, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> Why? Because I, up until that point, there was no need for me to collect these parts, mm-hmm. but yet somehow I already did. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, it kind of seemed. Why couldn't I have been collecting weird. them doing the story missions? Correct. If I can collect them through a random side mission before this part even comes up. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have to admit, I like the Stark outfits. I like the Stark tech outfits. Oh, they look cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is very much <laughs> I it like, is very much fucking glow belts. Yeah. And, I was going to say, I like how Hulk has giant floodlights on like his kneecaps or whatever. Well, and, his, and the back of <laughs> and, his hands. And his gauntlets. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. So then you go into San Francisco, which after you uncover... Captain America. Mm-hmm. There's another cutscene where Modok, who now even has a bigger head, every time you see him, his head is bigger. Well, and eventually, so the true Modok, if you don't know who this character is, 
He ends up just being a giant fucking head with like little <laughs> arms and legs little hanging arms out. Arms and legs. Yeah. And um they're kind of developing it to that point, mm-hmm. right? And you see him talking to Monica and he's like, "You fucking injected me with what?" Yeah. He is so pissed that she she injected him with Captain America's blood. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was using as a cure for him, but also to kind of make him super, right? Right. Along with the dark Terrigen gas. Mm-hmm. And then she was using the dark Terrigen gas to try and... I cleared my throat. Do that again. Sorry. And then she was trying to use the dark Terrigen gas, right, to like cure the inhumans yeah. which is kind of what he wanted but at the same time she wanted it too they were building an army mm-hmm. they wanted the army to be the only thing with the inhumans existing and not being cured and or killed they could combat the army yeah so of course they wanted to get rid of them well he basically was like you gave me a 25 percent shot of living like so Fuck you, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> and you see, like, this little spider bot with the serum crawl up her neck and, like, stab her, and then she just fucking dies. <laughs> well. Nope. She's dead. Mm. She's dead. That one is dead. Mm. Nope. It is clear. She is dead. Okay. I'm, I'm, it, curious, I'm curious how you can define it that way. Because her heart stopped beating and never stopped beating in that body. Started beating in that body again. How do, you, how, how do you prove that? Not only is it stated. When? Modoc states it. Is, he's, not a, he's not a reliable narrator. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, continue. I, I, no, I'm trying, to, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how to say it. Um, through other things later on in the game, mm-hmm. the heavy implication. Okay. There's that too. So so it's implied. But Modoc states it with the implication. And I think I think they even state it that she she dies. They find her body in that fucking facility. Mm, see, and, and I can't remember. Don't quote me. Yeah. I, like <laughs> I'm 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 really like I wanna say they Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, I, I, you know what? I'll have to look that up. I really will. Uh, because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she died. Like she like eyes closed, passed out, limp body falls to the floor and he's like fucking good riddance. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry. Um, so like they then attack, they're destroying all this stuff. He's of course throwing everything he's got at him. And then he shows up himself. Yeah. Right. And as each Avenger, you end up fighting him, right? And then he's basically like, well, fuck this. I'm losing. So I'm going to bring out this giant thing that's been hiding in the ocean that, you know, Captain America killed thousands of people to stop it from killing millions of people. Yeah. Because it would activate the San Andreas Fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to activate it. And it turns out to be a Cree Sentinel. Right, which mm-hmm. um, a lot of people aren't aren't familiar with. The funny part is, it looks a lot like the old like nineteen nineties mutant sentinels. Yeah, the X Men sentinels. Yeah, yeah, it's like the purple head. Yep, <laughs> yep. 
Um, well, and instead of a purple head for this, it's a it's a giant stone yeah. sentinel, but it has like the glowing purple eyes, which kind of matches with his purple energy. And mm-hmm. he like flies into the head of it, and that's when Camilla's like, "Fuck this." Mm-hmm. And she prevents him from like smashing down on the fault line. And she's holding the the hand up with this big hand, and she's basically like, "I am a hero." Like, look at everything I've done. Look at all the people I've saved. Like, I can do this. And she grows bigger than she has ever done in any of the other cutscenes or throughout the game or anything. Like, she grows to the size of this Sentinel and then beats the shit out of it. Yeah. Like, impales it on one of the buildings. Modok falls out of the back of its head into the water. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad they at least let us button mash during it. Yeah. Because I was afraid it was the whole thing was going to be a cutscene. Yeah. You know. No, it was um, um what do they call those the active cutscenes type deal where you, there are you have button presses yeah, and you have to you have to do this. It was kind of reminiscent of a like a quick time event, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really quick timey event. It was just kind of you know push X now, push X now, tap X repeatedly, smash square. No, all mine were X's. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I can't remember that far, like what buttons I had to press. But I remember yeah. like I had to press one repeatedly, so the little bar oh, around it filled I'm sorry. up. And... Actually, I'm sorry. You're right, because I played on Xbox, and, squ- and, X- and on the PlayStation, is Square, Square is the, the same button. PC. So you're, yeah. we're both right. <laughs> we're both right. Um, it's getting late, folks. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that's it. Like that's, boom, you beat it. Storyline, the main storyline's beat. Mm-hmm. Right. It then goes to a post-credit scene where you see Monica. Yes. With shorter hair. She Her hair is shoulder height, okay. and not the long ponytail. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you start hearing her talk as it so, slowly scrolls over these clones. And she's like, eh, it doesn't matter with the death of MODOK. Like, we're still on track. We still have these robots. We still have this technology. We still have all this money. It doesn't matter. We're still on point. We can still do this. Yeah. Monica becomes basically the new scientist supreme of AIM, right? Mm-hmm. While like this Cree sentry um, launches a pod into space. Yep. Right? Um, and then basically later on you have another one where maria hill informs the avengers that shield has detected aims activities right because you have post game yeah content missions and stuff like that yeah. and then they're they're going after rebecca they're um like you can pick up daily quests for um the two factions shield and the inhumans Ant- yeah the anthill yeah, it's called the Inhuman yeah. Faction. And they're just daily missions of kill this many people, do this, do mm-hmm. this. It very much reminded me of Destiny. Absolutely. I mean, almost, I mean, it, to me, it, like, it even was, because it's eight squares, uh-huh. four on top of four, yep. which is how I remember Destiny looking. With one big mission. With, like, yeah, a description in the top left corner, the person is standing to the right. Well, no, and there's one big mission. Above the eight squares, there's one big mission that you can take every day, Mm -hmm. right? And it unlocks a a unique mission where either you're fighting... So far, all I have fought in is Taskmaster or Abomination, and they both refer to them as clones. Nice. Yep. 
in the mission, they are a Taskmaster clone or Abomination clone. Nice. So, th- and that's part, again, what leads me to believe that Monica is not the same Monica. She's a clone version? She's a clone. Because you see three of her clones in the background. Like, you know she's cloning herself. You know she's super smart. You know she's been manipulating the whole thing from the get-go. Mm-hmm. She could have seen this as a, a backup opportunity, you know, type see, deal. But I... And I... I So, her eyes were green, mm-hmm. right? Which, yeah. to me, meant Hulk blood. So she was injected, got Hulk style powers, not clone, but now superhuman. That is my that was my interpretation. That was that was why I questioned it. Cause but don't get me wrong, I totally think you have a valid point. I just interpreted it a different way. But that's just me. Doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't. You know. No, and, and and I I like I don't know. Like, and it, it's kind of driving me nuts. Like, I can tell you, <laughs> she she is an actual character in Marvel. She mm-hmm. is the actual fucking scientist supreme of AIM. She okay. did date Bruce Banner. Like, okay, can we just roll back that the fact that they call her scientist supreme makes me think of. <laughs> Doctor Strange is being oh. Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, no, dude. That is a total common fucking thing in Marvel of somebody being the Supreme of something. Oh, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, and, I, and I'm looking it up. I don't. Oh, see, I that forgot, right? I I can live in ambiguity. You cannot. No, I can't. You have to know for sure, certain. Well, because like I don't remember her having any other superpowers. Yeah. Right. Like, um, powers and abilities. Let's try that. Sorry, I have I have my own little websites of things. Monica is a world famous foremost authorization of organic toxins, which is how she creates this the serum that cures mm-hmm. Georgie boy, which is what uh Tony Stark refers to him as throughout the game, which I fucking love. Um Yeah. So she herself does not have any mutant powers. Right. Or special powers. She's incredibly smart. She uses devices. She uses her chemical warfare. She uses um little devices like she has a teleporting mm-hmm. device. Yeah, like but her, she herself does not have um her own powers so like so getting stabbed with captain america's blood but again it could kill her and it could be a clone mm-hmm. right or, or it gave it, her superpowers it, or it gave her superpowers which i'm not saying isn't impossible right i just wish they were more clear <laughs> right <laughs> uh well here so this one this talks about um nicely done thanks this this talks about her the game a little bit here right and this isn't official marvel information or anything like Mm -hmm. that this is this is fan information but it does say however he eventually discovers the inject uh, the injections monica administered were derived from captain america's blood and accelerated his mutation instead so he was already mutated because of the Terrigen gas. Mm-hmm. And this just accelerated that mutation. Mm-hmm. 
that's a key key difference right right enraged he injects monica and leaves her for dead in a mid-credits cutscene, however, Monica is shown to have survived and takes over AIM as Scientist Supreme following the Avengers' defeat of George. She meets with the organization's board of directors vowing to renew AIM's experiments and develop new technology. So, in this, it does follow your belief of she did survive. Mm-hmm. Um. So, if that's the case, I would love to... And I and I haven't finished playing all of like the in in game stuff. Yeah, right. Because so maybe it's something in there. Maybe it's something in there, which it is. I will be more than happy to post a comment, post an update, and clarify right on this podcast after the fact. Absolutely, because that is a big that is a big thing. Like mm-hmm. if they're developing her with superpowers. That's a change to her character from the normal Marvel universe. Yeah. So, and I, I and I'm not against that. It's just that's not that's not who she is. So, right. like for me, it's easier to think, okay, she's a clone. That was kind of the implication that I got based mm. off the fact that you see her being left for dead. Yeah. And then here she is, completely new look, you know, mm-hmm. type deal, and basically like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> You know, so, but it could be because after it, yes, you, you build up your factions, um, which this is where we get into the other aspects of the game, right? A lot of people had problems with the way the items worked in the game Mm -hmm. because nothing was epic Yeah, from the moves that you did to your combat situation, to the items, to like nothing was epic. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, not to say you didn't come across good items and everything like that, but I always I remember when after the beta came out, mm-hmm. people were really upset with the fact that you found items to improve the bone density of Hulk. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh fuck, I didn't know that I could change out Hulk's bone density." <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "Okay, right? A game's got a game, yeah. right?" And if you're gonna implement upgradable enhancements how do you do that for the hulk outside Uh, of this better pants (laughs) no (laughs) because he has to wear purple pants well yeah but you know he has to wear purple they could still they could all be purple pants they're not better purple pants purple (laughs) pants are purple pants Uh, there and don't get me wrong there are cool little added other little things in it which I'll, i'll get to here in a second but yeah so like you can upgrade bits of Tony Stark's armor. Mm. You can put on um, different like bracelets and stuff for Kamala. Kamala. You you different shield enhancements and armor enhancements for Cap. Yeah, different you can, weaponry. You can change the handle of Mjolnir. You, yeah, for you Thor. Can change the handle of Mjolnir. Like all of them, they had the the sets, and it, it was again it very destiny like mm-hmm. right you had your character level and then you had a power level yeah the game mainly ran more off of your power level fuck your character level yeah your character level was only there so that you can enhance the skill tree which at level 50 you unlocked everything on that skill tree mm-hmm. everything which was cool because there's a whole third tier skill tree right you have like your basic attacks your heroic attacks and then you have this third skill tree right which when you unlock the stuff in there, 
each one you choose from three drop downs of how do you want this one to affect your abilities. Yeah. And that was kind of cool because then you could craft it like I'm going to be mainly a defense person. I'm going to be mainly a ranged person. I'm going to be mainly a melee person. I want my character to be able to do this or generate this or gather this or like you could really kind of customize them a little bit more and then equipping them with the right sets of armor to enhance those things. Yeah. Definitely, I would say the level of customization in it is is pretty good. You gathered credits, which you could spend money on, mm-hmm. or you could just gather credits. Yeah. And um, by, by cosmetic changes, right? So, like, your favorite outfit is... For Captain America. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one with the hard helmet and the goggles that makes his eyeballs pop out of his head. That's my in, favorite. In certain cutscenes, right? No, in every, every, in every, in every e- cutscene. Even scenes. in the game. Even in the actual game. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it so much. It's yeah. so... It's, well, oh, they it's... have they have Grey Hulk. Mm-hmm. You can buy Grey Hulk. You can... Like, they have all these different... Like, you can buy Natasha's aliases. Mm-hmm. Where she completely changes her appearance and everything. And I was like, this is so cool. I like Hulk in the zoot suit. The gray Hulk in the zoot suit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but, the, but that kind of brings me back to the part of the problem is that it's cool that you can change your gear. Yeah. But it doesn't change the look, just the skin the skins change your look. Yep. Right? Yep. How cool would it have been if you could have different, you know, just using Thor as an example, right? You have different style hammers and different style grips for Mjolnir. And it actually changed and it, it on screen. Yeah, and it changed the look of it, right? And, and I think it would be cool. And you're you're like, here's my thing. For those of you who go, well, that would have been super hard and super difficult. Destiny. Yeah. Division. Um, Borderlands. Like, there's so many of these games that do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is a looter shooter. Without being a shooter. It's a melee shooter. Or, no. I melee say, It's a looter brawler. Yeah. There yeah, you go. It's a looter brawler. And and that's what it is. Which is fine. It's great. Yeah. It's a great concept. So, it is possible to do that. And, again, I, I think you were right. In your beginning statement of if they would have taken another six months to a year mm-hmm. and truly, like, fleshed this out, these problems that we're seeing that are minor problems, mm-hmm. I, I think, would have been corrected and fixed. And... and better suited like they made it into a seasonal episodic game right yeah it's a live service yep more more episodes are going to come out more missions are going to come out new characters changes new characters um like one of the things that they have is um your character has its own personal set each character has its own personal set two daily challenges two weekly challenges Mm -hmm. when you Complete those, you get so many points. Those points go towards this 200-point meter that unlocks a slew of shit for that character, Mm -hmm. right? And most of it, well, actually, all of it is cosmetic. No, I shouldn't say that. I did unlock a finishing move for Iron Man. Yeah. There is, like, a finishing move in that first set that he does. And and that's kind of cool because, again, I don't have to pay money for it. Mm -hmm. I just have to play the game. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. That And that definitely a perk. But again, if they would have fleshed it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some cool outfits in there. And there's some, like, they have a couple of my favorite 
um, suits yeah. for Iron Man. Right. Right. But I did kind of notice in the game, he basically has four different style of suits. Mm-hmm. Right. He has his makeshift one that he first wears. Mm-hmm. He has like it, it, it's all, it almost kind of reminds me of like his Mach 1 armor. Yeah. Right. But a, a little bit more fancy. He has his normal armor and then he has his Stark tech armor. Oh, and I guess he has his space armor. So he has five, mm. which is actually kind of more than any other character that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. The suit variants that I see do not add to those five. It just changes the color. Yeah. That's it. That's really it. It yeah. just changes the color of them. It doesn't change the style. It doesn't add anything, take away anything. It just changes the color. And that's where I'm kind of like, but there are so many more suits of his that look completely different mm-hmm. than those four, you know, take away his makeshift one than those four, you know, he's got suits all out the ass of all sorts of crazy different things, which they don't necessarily have to make. Cause some of them are just kind of like, Right. I don't know how you would do that and make this kind of a playable game. Yeah, well, I don't need a suit that has the two drill arms on it from Iron Man 3. Right. <laughs> and, and and stuff like that. But, well, and even then, you your ultra move is the Hulkbuster armor, mm-hmm. right? Which I, I like. He makes silly quotes when he goes into it. Who are you going to call? Hulkbuster! And I'm like, fucking A, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cheesy. That's right up Tony's lane. Like, mm-hmm. perfect, right? And um, it, it's cool, but it's the same Hulkbuster outfit. And you can't change them, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Because really, the Hulkbuster outfit doesn't necessarily change. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's not a whole lot of change in your outfit. I actually see more between Captain America, which even then... If you look at his different outfits, they do kind of focus around the same thing with just different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk's the same same deal. Yeah, it's just varying. Kamala's the same deal. Hulk is varying degrees of clothing. Do you want him in just pants, or do you want him in a suit, or anywhere? Do you in want between? him in do, torn? Yeah. stuff. Do you yeah. want him in not torn stuff? What color do you want him? Mm-hmm. Like there are varying shades of green and gray. Yeah, I think there's a red one too. I don't remember seeing that one. Um, doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't play Hulk much because I didn't realize this. So when you're doing these missions, they all start in a big open area, and then you're kind of you know you're guided towards a specific part that you need to go to. And in the big open area, there's a couple of different things you can interact with. There's a, maybe a group of enemies hiding over here. There's a chest over here you can get. Well, there are certain chests that are locked behind big doors yeah and when you first start playing they tell you oh yeah you just do your hero's uber power attack move right no no no. you do their heavy attack you have to do their heavy attack their charged heavy attack that's different than their uber ultimate you're right i'm sorry i just phrased that wrong yes you do the the charged up heavy attack with the exception of a couple of characters which they don't tell you nope and so me, who predominantly played as Iron Man, and I know that you are the same, yep. I am bashing this thing as hard as I can and nothing happens because I can't change my character in the middle of this mission. Yep. So now I can't get access to this chest. Because, That's bullshit. Because the point of it, right? They're really pushing towards, even though you can play it single player all the way, all the missions, mm-hmm. everything like that, they're pushing it to where you join with other people. Well, let me tell you, have you tried to join the lobby and wait? 
No, because I don't want to play this any more than I have to. Two hours. Yeah, Two that. hours I waited, and nobody joined with me. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way that nobody's playing this game. Mm, no. I, like, surprisingly am, not. Am I the only one who's actually searching for an open group? Mm-hmm. Is it, could that be it? Because even then, that seems kind of insane to me. Two hours and nobody. And at first I thought, because you cannot play the same character. Mm-hmm. There cannot be two or three of the same character. Which really sucks. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Because you're well-rounded, right? Iron Man can't bust through that door, but if I have another guy who's playing the Hulk, he can. Well, yeah, but... I mean, if you and I wanted to play together, and I we both wanted to be one, Iron Man, we one, can't. One of us would have to sacrifice yeah. our fact as Iron Man, and by one of us, I mean you. Yeah, because I, I would never ask you to give up your Iron Man. I couldn't. I couldn't. No. I don't think I... No, I could And I Captain could. America... Because was... I, I enjoyed playing Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing Captain America. Um... Kamala was okay. Thor was all right. Hulk was my least favorite. The least hulky Hulk to ever video game Hulk. Which, which unfortunately is like when I talk about this, I honestly think Hulk actually had more of the epic heroic superhero moves than any other character. Mm-hmm. Like when you played the Hulk, at least when you ran around and did stuff, it made you feel like you were a superhero. Where everybody else, it was meh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, Black Widow pulls out a stun baton, basically. She pulls out a stun staff and yeah. goes around and beats the heck out of everybody. Okay. Uh, That's Cap- not very superhero Captain America throws his shield. That is at least semi-iconic. It is. But, and, but it's it, just it, the effect that it had on the enemies. Yeah. You didn't see that epic effect no. that it had on the enemies. No. That's it. Even with my, like, Unabeam as Iron Man, or even in the Hulkbuster armor... None of it was those epic hero effects of Mm. enemies being hit by these powerful moves. The only one, and this is just me, the only one was when Hulk claps. Yeah. And literally all the enemies fly away from it in a shockwave. And I'm like, that's a fucking superhero move. Yeah. I do like how Thor's is opening the Bifrost. Yeah, that's cool. And I thought that was fun. And I thought it was a cool... I thought it was a cool thing to introduce because they could have done a lot, but yeah. But again, like it, just it wasn't epic. I didn't feel very God of Thundery. I honestly no. felt more like God of Hammers. Yes, and I, but I do like I do like that the Thor or the Thor that the hammer actually pins people to the walls. <laughs> it does. That is, that is there pretty were funny. small details. Yeah. So speaking of which. When you unlock Thor mm. in the thing, in the helicarrier, and you walk around, you can visit the different bedrooms, yeah. right? And you go into each bedroom and different things happen, right? Did you walk into Thor's room? I don't think so. So if you walk into Thor's room and you can do this with every character, they can try and pick up the hammer. Oh, yeah? And none of them move it except for Captain America. Nice. And he only tilts it. That's funny. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. That's a nice little add-on, right? Yeah. And like... um. Iron Man has his own little things, and Black Widow has, like, her music box, mm-hmm. you know, her ballerina music box. Tiny and Dancer. Yeah, right. And uh, I do like that Peggy is in. There's a picture of Peggy in yep. Captain America's. Yep. And I like when you're Kamala, and the first time you're in your room, you can turn on the radio and... Um, Dance. What was that? What was it? It was... Um, uh, cheap Thrills. Yep. Yeah, Cheap Thrills comes on. Yeah. That I thought was pretty fun. And then it turned off, and then... You can't do it again. You can't do it again. I'm nope. like, come on. You nope. should have some fun. Well, and, like, you go back songs. into her room a couple of times, mm-hmm. right? And, and, like, 
as the game progresses, her room improves more and more and more because granted the rest of them are established Avengers who already had a room in this helicarrier. Yeah. She basically gets, Hey, you can have this room. Yeah. Right. And like, if you notice the room right next to, I want to say black widow is, um, Clint's yeah. room. Yeah. And it has his name, which I was like, so they have to give us Hawkeye. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. They, they have, have to. to. Yeah. He, he makes perfect sense in this game. He'd be great. But the part that baffles me is we get two Hawkeyes. So I'm like, there's so many other you could have done. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're giving us two Hawkeyes. Like, I, I, I don't understand the logic yeah. of this. Um, and, and that's a part of it. Like, there's little great things, and those little great things are truly great. Mm-hmm. But there's little bad things, and there's so many little bad things that it kind of like they they don't they don't balance each other out, right? And I just that's where I had a real hard time. I was actually really disappointed. I quickly got bored mm-hmm. after I beat the main storyline, running through the same missions, killing the same bad guys, which I kind of understand in an episodic thing like that. Like even if you think of like Destiny and and shit. I'm fighting the same bad guys over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, this is boring (laughs) because it's not epic. Mm -hmm. It's there's nothing epic about what you do. No, I I, I did get a little upset about that. Yeah. I, I don't want to turn this into just crapping on the game or saying what they could have done or what I wish that they have done or small things that I think could have been a lot of fun it's a typical live service game and it's got a Marvel skin. And I think that's giving it, that's giving it a lot more legs than I think it deserves. Yeah. I see the potential though. This is a thing that well, in a it. year or two, I would probably happily play, but it's not there yet. And I don't, well, and that's the thing. That's what I, that's what I was kind of, you got to focus on the good things, right? Mm. Your character customization is incredible. Like you, if you're able to actually team up with somebody and team up with your friends, and I hope they incorporate cross platforming because I play on PS4, you play on Xbox. We're not unable to play together right now, yeah, because cross platforming is not a thing, mm-hmm. which does kind of baffle me because you had to create a Square Enix account, yeah, I had to create a Square Enix account. Not that I already had one. Well, me too, but. Why can't we friend each other and then play together on this? Yeah. You know, like the, the capability for cross platforming is there. Activision did it with their Activision accounts for Call of Duty, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's there. So add that, right? Good add on. And then with that, right? I want to play Iron Man. You want to play Captain America. We can build out to where I am more ranged and you're more brawler. And that's where our character customization is, mm-hmm. our equipment can be custom to that point Uh, incorporate seasonal missions, right? Mm -hmm. Seasonal storylines, which they have talked about. I can't wait for them to deck out the chimera all and Christmas lights around Christmas time. It's going to be real fun, I bet. Right. Like, and I think, I think it will, they they add more super villains, which they've also talked about. Um, Like the potential, as you said, is there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of waiting for it to grow. Yeah. And I and as I said at the very beginning of this, I think people went into this with an expectation of this game is going to be this. Mm-hmm. And it didn't quite deliver that. Graphics can be updated with a patch. Storyline can be added with DLC. Like, this game has legs to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
it's just not there yet. Yeah. And unfortunately, because it's not there yet, my want and, and and need to continuously play this game isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and we're at a time span right now, a time of recording, right? Which is shortly after this game came out, right? We're, yeah. we're what, two weeks out yes. from it? Um, We have a good length ahead of us before... Some of the newer games come out. I think like the next one that we're really looking forward to is Star Wars Squadrons in October. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of yeah. yeah, and I know exactly this, what's this gonna... is going to be the reverse, guys. He, he... oh no, this, no, 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 no. What I mean by instead of me asking you to play a game, oh. it's you asking me to play a game. Right. This is this is the reverse of what just happened here as far as gameplay goes because it's not one that I'm kind of like oh I'm super excited. Not that I don't like Star Wars games. Mm. I just I'm not into flight simulators. Yeah, and I was playing X-Wing and TIE Fighter, and X-Wing versus TIE Fighter on my, you know, little 1995, you know, Windows 95 PC, and yeah. I was loving every second of it. Every damn minute. And God, I was like, games no. are so fun. So fun. But, like, and that's the thing. I have no problem. I have no problem doing it, just like you had no problem doing this, and I really appreciate it and everything. And I do kind of feel bad, because I'm like, fuck, I wish this was better. You know, well, see, and here's the thing, and, right? Here's the thing, right? I had an experience. There were moments that I liked money. I'm not worried about personally because I can always make more money. So I'm not even, I'm not like upset about, but let's talk about that. You personally aren't that way. Mm -hmm. Think about a person who is think about a person who has a a slew of games in front of them and they only have enough money to buy one $60 video game. Yeah. Is this one that you would say, buy it? No, I would tell, I would tell that person wait at least six months. And this is this is this is your point of view from mm-hmm. somebody who's who likes Marvel, yeah. who, who digs it, but wasn't really excited about the game to begin with. Well, and I, yeah. <laughs> somebody who is, would tell them to wait a year. Yeah, see I what, would see what they do with it in a year. Oh, see if it's still around in a year. Yeah, don't get me and wrong. And go from there. Six months is at the bare minimum, the yeah. earliest. Yeah. Right, a year would be great. Because, yeah, you, they have time to refine it. And I hope they do. Honestly, right? I don't want this game to fail. And I don't I want don't. it to close. But I don't think it was ready for release. And that's and I that's agree. the truth. And, and, like, don't get me wrong. Again, there are a couple of good things. One, no additional cost. Mm-hmm. You paid 60 bucks for the game. That's all you'll pay. You'll get every DLC, every additional character, every seasonal event, everything that comes out for this game. Mm-hmm. 100% free. That's amazing. Yeah. In this time period. Yeah, really. Because literally, one of the other games I'm playing is Fairy Tale, right? Mm hmm. Fairy Tale based off the anime? Based off the anime. It's, from what I understand, it's like basically their only video game they've ever made. Nice. Right? But it follows the standard kind of like JRPG anime based game where, hey, you you want all these outfits? 40 bucks for each outfit set. Mm-hmm. And there's already four outfit sets. Yeah. Hey, you want to play these additional characters, which we already did model in the game, but we just didn't add the ability to play them. You can either buy them separately for 10 bucks a pop, or you can buy the seasonal pass for 20 bucks and get all of them. All can, three of them. Can you earn them with in-game credit? Nope. See, that's bullshit. See, and that's, and that's the thing. Like, but that's a common thing, right? Mm. Because, they're not needed to play the game. They're not needed to beat the game. They're not, and they're not, um, it's not necessarily like, 
play to win because I'm not playing against anybody. It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, I want to be able to play my favorite character. In order to do that, I have to buy them separately. Yeah. And I agree. I think that is bullshit. This game basically says, hey, we're going to add in this shit ton of heroes. So if we don't have the hero that you you want right now, mm-hmm. give us a second. Let's see if we come out with it. But if we do, you get it for free. And I, we could probably do a whole podcast on just the the idea of microtransactions like yeah. this. Yeah. But the short version, I think, is if you can either if you can earn the currency in game. I don't have a problem with it. Which, with this one, there is microtransactions. You saw that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But you can earn the currency in-game to buy these right. things. which is fine. I understand the people whose position is, well, you've already done everything. Why put it behind this paywall? Allow me to just earn it by doing stuff in the world, by completing tasks or objectives um, or whatever. For that, 100%. And I understand that perspective. I don't, I don't mind them saying, well, yeah, but you need to work a little bit harder than just by completing a mission and then having like a random chance of getting it. You need to do enough missions to earn the currency to do it. Yeah. Fine. Okay, cool. Whatever. As long as your replay, not your replay, your 30 second game loop is fun. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, six months to a year, I think that 30 second loop will be a lot more fun because I won't be distracted by Captain America's eyes being around his nostrils. Well, is <laughs> To me, that that stuff doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's the monotony. Yeah. Every mission, you have a series of things that you have to do. You do the same things in every mission. Yeah. Not, not like exact same things in every mission. Right. But like, hey, you got to destroy this arc reactor. I have six missions to destroy an arc reactor. Hey, you have to destroy this facility. I have three missions to destroy this facility. I have to kill hey. 200 of this one type of enemy. Yeah. Hey, you have to collect this many of this part. Mm -hmm. Hey, you have to go fight the abomination in this location, which is the same location I just fought him in two days ago. Yeah. Do it again. Like, and again, it's a mission based thing. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. But on top of it, I don't think the challenge is high enough. Yeah. Because I don't know about you. I played on the hardest difficulty. Right. Which it scales off of power level. So if I go in with a power level of 150 on the hardest difficulty, it adds 11. Mm-hmm. So every enemy I face is a, a level 166 or 161. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, with that in mind, I can still win. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So then where's the challenge? And I only have one character that level. Yeah. It's like the rest of the characters, even though <laughs> Captain America's level two. Yeah. With a power level of 11. Mm. He doesn't die. Mm. He's able to hold his own when I'm when I'm playing single player. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because on one aspect, right? I don't have to take the time to level up Captain America if I don't enjoy playing him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, where's my incentive to play with other people? Yeah. For one. And for two, why would I ever touch that character? Mm-hmm. Like... I think there's better ways that they could have done this Mm -hmm. because that plus 11 to the power level doesn't make them hard enough to make me go, you know what? I really need to link up Mm -hmm. with three other guys who have their characters at a power level of 150. Yeah. And we really go to town on these guys. Mm -hmm. Right. And even then you play on the easiest difficulty, which for me is like negative five. Yeah. I think for per power level. Mm-hmm. And you would think that would make you feel heroic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. 
It doesn't. Yeah. It's not a low enough degree of power level from where I'm at to make me go, well, now I'm just throwing around these guys like they're nobody's business, you know? <laughs> so, like, and there's no, as far as I can tell, and I, I, I'm not a data miner. I haven't researched this, right? Mm. There's no difference for me playing this mission on very easy and incredibly fucking hard. Yeah. There's no difference in the gear drop that I get. There's no difference in the collectible drops that I get. Um, and like we were talking about it, I think one of the biggest problems with this game is the lack of communication from it. Yeah. There's a, there's a submission after you beat the game where you have to open up one shield cache. Mm -hmm. How? (laughs) Where is it? Where is it? (laughs) I, I had to Google it. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, where the fuck is the shield cache? It doesn't give you a specific mission that you have to go to. It mm-hmm. doesn't give you a specific location that you have to go to. It doesn't tell you like, hey, it's in this location and you can play any one of these missions. And then in this mission, if you try and go and do this or this is how you uncover it, there's one mission in the game in which you uncover a shield bunker. And in that shield bunker is a shield cache. <laughs> But it never references the fact of, hey, you can do this in other missions. And that's what you can do. In another mission, you fly around until this little radar pops up in the left-hand corner of your screen. And Mm. then you follow the radar until the number decreases down to zero. And on the ground, mostly hidden underneath a fucking bush, (laughs) is this little thing that pops up out of the ground. You interact with it, and it opens up a shield bunker. In that shield bunker is the shield cache. When you open up that shield cache, it unlocks the shield mission. (laughs) <laughs> but it communicated that nowhere to yeah me. and that's another part of the problem like if you're not going to communicate properly to me how to play the game in some aspects and you're going to hide this shit it's okay to have hidden things mm-hmm. don't give me it's okay to have hidden things but something that you're going to mark a mission for and tell me hey you need to complete this mm-hmm. come on how yeah and it was so frustrating I love the game. I love being able to play as Iron Man and Captain America and even Black Widow and Thor and Hulk and Miss Marvel. Like, I thought it was incredibly fun running through the storyline. But as soon as the storyline was up, there was nothing to compel me to go forward. That was it. That was all. And, and like, with that, there, the collection of items wasn't there. There was no, like epic legendary items that i was like oh my god i have to work towards this i have to get this item Mm -hmm. um there are items when in the factions like you have your each faction has a person who gives you missions and then each faction has a person in which you can buy items for from depending on your faction level Mm -hmm. i noticed some of the items were at like faction level 40 for me to unlock them yeah and i was just kind of like meh meh (laughs) one I have something that's just as good, if not better already. Mm-hmm. So why do I need that? Right? Like, I don't think they did good with the item scaling. I I know you didn't want to really bash on it, but it's really hard not to because there's just so much that I'm just like, yeah, this took away from the game and then took away from my enjoyment of it. I just think they could have done better. So with that, I think I covered everything. I covered the storyline. I covered the items. I covered the f- combat of it. I, I, yeah, this one ran a little long. Did it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No. So, uh, you know, I mean, with, with live service games like this, right, there is a lot. Even covering just the 
story aspect of it, there yeah. are so many other integral parts, like you're saying, right? There's the matchmaking. There's the gear gear scaling. There's the customization. There's the microtransactions. There's the future content. I mean, I literally have to take a breath in between these things because there is so much stuff, Yeah. right? I mean, yeah. if we, we probably could have knocked this out really quickly if we just focused on the single player, but you can't. The problem with this game, in my opinion, is that the single player stuff isn't enough to make it worth it. You're yet, right. You know? Well, and that's it. That's what I was saying. If, yeah. I, if somebody came to me and said, hey, I have 60 bucks to spend on a video game. These are the new video games coming out. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. Marvel Avengers, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons. Like these, these are some of the big ones, mm-hmm. right? If we can if we want to go into the Nintendo Switch, we got um, uh, Zelda Warriors, mm-hmm. right, or whatever Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Uh, like, which game should I buy? I literally at this point, even only seeing brief, brief parts of some of these other games, I would choose any other game. But yeah. This one, and that's sad. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Like, sad Panda. Yeah. So. Good effort. Keep at it. We'll check back in a year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, no, I'm totally going to follow the progress yeah. of this. And, and it, like, when new characters come out, I'll probably hop on. Like, it's not something that I'm going to wipe away. And as I said, it's going to be released on the PS5. If you bought the game disc-wise or um, digital, right, you can... If you have the disc version of the PS5 and you bought the disc of Marvel, you can insert the disc and download it on the PS5. So hopefully there's a graphics update that comes along with it. Like, there's potential here. So with that, you know, I'm just... It was incredibly frustrating. It, it It's not a bad game. I agree with you. I think like in six months to a year, you check back up on it. It, it could be very well fleshed out and everything. And I hope so. Like, mm-hmm. I really have good high hopes for this game i hope they update the graphics i hope they add more characters i hope they add more missions i hope they like there's a lot of hope yeah right like i feel like the end of fucking shawshank redemption (laughs) where he's like i hope (laughs) and you know well that's the book i don't know i can't actually remember if that happens in the movie or not but yeah, in the in the end of the book, he's like, "I hope this. I hope I see my friend again. Yep. I hope I do this. Yep. I happens hope." In, it happens in the and, yeah, happens in the movie. And that's kind of what I feel like with this. Like, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I hope because I did love playing through the storyline. Mm-hmm. But uh, with that, I I don't really have anything more to add. How about yourself? No, I'm I'm just gonna say I pretty much said everything that I felt like yeah. I needed to say. Um, you know, yeah, I would like to see this in another year. We touch back on it, see the improvements that they made. Maybe we'll do this again. Yeah, um, like a, a recap, yeah. a throwback of like, <laughs> hey, look, let's let's talk about it. Absolutely, I, yeah. I'm in full agreement. Yeah, I you know a few minor annoyances for me. I just you know, <sighs> as you can tell, I got really passionate about it. This is something. <laughs> that really hits home with me you know we talked about there there are quite a few marvel games Mm -hmm. out there but nothing like this yeah and and that's that's where like you said it's new we'll see they're trying something new give them give them a second yeah right (laughs) and um and i've seen a lot of people like you 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 said it yourself you read the reviews of this Mm -hmm. right and there's a lot of people who it's getting good reviews and it is a good game. There's a lot of good to this game. It, it just, 
it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, I, yeah. I, yeah, I just don't under. I, I, everybody seems to be saying the same thing yeah. that it has a ton of problems, but it's kind of good in the core. Yeah, and I think that is kind of what's driving a lot of the actual number scores and the reviews and that kind of stuff. Because no, uh, if it, if this wasn't a Marvel game people would be raking this over the coals. And I think that Marvel title is really just doing you know, a, a lot Keeping for it, it alive. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I, I agree with you. I think that is, happens to be very much the case is if it happened to be any other title mm-hmm. or like no franchise connected to it whatsoever. They're just like, Hey, we're going to create a superhero game that's mission based. And this is what they put out. Yeah. It would be people would be tearing it to shreds. I don't think it would be played. Yeah. I think it would be completely different on on scores. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Um, but with that, yeah. So as I say, that's about it. Thanks for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.